What's up, everybody? It's the Herfcast. Um, this episode is brought to you by the GoV Hygrometer Thermometer. It's a digital hygrometer thermometer with Bluetooth, so you could get the app from the App Store uh, or Google Play, and you can link your phone up to your digital hygrometer and your humidor, and you know just keep track of any fluctuations and whatnot. Uh, it seems pretty damn accurate to me. Uh, it's within uh, in in my humidor, it's it's less than a one percent difference, um, you know, out of the box. Um, you know, in in my eyes, it's a good product. Uh, you could check on you know by the hour, by the day, by the week, by the year. Uh, it's got a twenty day memory on it. Uh, plus, you could export that data if you choose. If you want to keep track of your humidor like that, you know, to each their own. Plus, it's on sale at Amazon right now. Uh, just search for Govee, G-O-V-E-E, um, hygrometer, thermometer, and you could use the code 2EE2H830, and that'll get you an additional 30% off. So it's a really good deal right now. So check that out. Again, that 30% off discount code on Amazon is 2EE2H830, and I'll put that in the description of the episode as well. So you can just copy and paste it. Um, you know, for lack of better terms and ignorant out of the loop white guy, when it comes to, you know, all things black and, uh, black in the world, I guess. So black culture. Yeah. Black culture. Um, you know, and he seemed excited to do it. So here we are. Yeah. Yeah. Look, look, man, the only way that here's the thing and this is not going to be an off-putting conversation right like this, this is not what this is this is um like a round table discussion a town hall meeting if you will yeah two guys anyway um i got coffee black here tonight uh we had one hell of a conversation uh, I'm going to leave it at that, um, but we end up going through a little bit more than half of a bottle of Woodford Reserve uh, Kentucky Straight Malt Whiskey, um, which was delicious, you know, smoked a couple of cigars, and, um, you know, you'll hear about it. So check it out. If you get offended, sorry about you. It is what it is. Uh, but I do hope that you enjoy. I hope you learned something. I hope everybody's happy after this. You intro it. Um, I, I I would say you intro it. Um, like you would any normal herd cast. All right. The only, and you know you. Uh, You intro it like any normal Herfcast, yeah. Herfcast, and then I'll uh, I'll ride the wave with you. I yeah. got you. <laughs> I got you. I'll we'll, we'll intro and we'll bring it into them so it's not like blatantly. Uh, this is yeah what you're getting ready to hear. All right. Well, and I'll uh, we'll present it to them in a, in a nice way. So I know how to freestyle. This this uh, this brainstorm here is. Uh, 
because uh well welcome to the Herfcast, everybody this is uh i'm brian uh i'm your host tonight i'm joined with uh coffee black uh he's been on before local comedian here in the uh, northwest indiana and chicago region so we're drinking some um Woodford Woodford Reserve yes. Distiller Select. It's the Kentucky Straight Malt Whiskey. It's not the regular bourbon. It's a it's a malt whiskey. Um, now, the cigar selection for today, uh, I've got a Macanudo Inspirado Black, and Coffee's got a Macanudo Inspirado White, and that is because tonight we're going to be talking race relations. This isn't going to be like the normal. Normal herf cast. Um, if you think that you're going to be offended by a black guy and a white guy talking race relations, you're probably the one that needs to listen to this the most. So stay tuned. Um, but yeah, basically, I reached out to Coffee uh, after the Laquan McDonald verdict, the uh, Van Dyke verdict came out, and told him I wanted to sit down and talk race relations. Uh, being a. Listen, we are sitting here with cocktails. Water and cigars. <laughs> Getting ready to chop it up. Yeah. From two different backgrounds, from two different worlds. Yeah. And 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 the first step in uh I guess tearing down the lines is to get I will never know what it is to be a white guy. And I'll never know what it is to be a black guy. Like that's that's definite. You, you, you yeah. know what I'm saying? Like that is that is what it is. Yeah. But it's not about the fact of walking in each other's shoes. It's being open minded enough to understand each other's side. And be able to walk side by side. Exactly. That's that's the thing. I, that, that's what we're trying to get to. That's what a lot of people have been trying to get to for generations upon generations. Like, um, like uh, Michael Ch- Michael Chi or Michael Che, uh, the comic. Uh, actually, he's a, a comedian. If you guys don't know him, and also he is the um, head writer over at SN on SNL, uh, the first black head writer over on SNL and um, he's got this bit uh, for one of his specials yeah, I think it was his first special uh, that he might not be his first special that he had but it was the first special that I saw but it was making headway uh, and he's got this bit where he talks about you know the Black Lives Matter movement and all that because race relations in this country let's face it, like this is this is a thing. It, it's race is a thing. It's we feel like it's just a westernized thing. Yeah. There's problems with race everywhere in the world. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. <laughs> everywhere in the world. This is just not a United States yeah, North American westernized thing. It's just that the you know the the predominantly black v white. And America is the same thing as, right. you know, yeah. Palestinian versus Israel. Right. You know? you know, like apartheid. 
No. You know, and in South Africa. You know what I mean? Like, that was a, that's a fucking thing. Like, race is a thing everywhere. No. You know, and... Throughout the night, when you guys are listening to this, you're going to be uncomfortable. No. Speaking race is uncomfortable. Make somebody's asshole pucker up. It, it, it's, it's an uncomfortable thing. It is. It, it, it's not uncomfortable when you're speaking amongst your own, but it's uncomfortable when you're speaking with the the others. Yeah. yeah. When you go outside and you have to give your opinion across, you know, like like some people don't care. Like like a lot of times it gets real contentious and, and the tension mm-hmm. filled and it shouldn't be. It shouldn't no. have to be. No. It shouldn't have to be cuz a lot of times it's to come to a table Nobody needs and have this discussion. The first thing is nobody can feel superior to the other. Yeah. There should not be a sense of superiority to each other. Yeah. And like like that's the number one thing. When I see all this shit about race and this, that and uh listen listen, I <laughs> Colin Kaepernick you know, kneeling with the NFL players, the, you know, the police shootings of, of some folks say innocent, unarmed black men. Listen, it ain't have to be innocent. Yeah. But we're just talking about protocol. Yeah. Like a lot of the rage when you see black people upset, like when you see like, for instance, like in Chicago with the Van Dyke, uh, uh, McDonald. Yeah. You know, people are waiting. Yeah. Now, I don't. I don't know about what was going on in white culture. I, I don't know. I don't know if they. I know some. Some were waiting. You know, some were watching and paying attention to that verdict. But I know in the black community, like. That shit was like nationwide. Motherfuckers so, was like waiting on the verdict. So with that, I had no idea that that verdict was being released that day. Okay. Until I was on my way home and, you know, heard it on the radio. Right. Um, flipping through channels. And I think I was on 104.3, the, the, the new jams mm-hmm. station. Yeah. And uh, they said something about it. And... um I was on the way home from work. Like I'm on the phone with my wife after that, and she said that uh, they're shutting down because she's South Pullman, you know, South Chicago in the Pullman district. Okay. And she told yeah. me that they were shutting down Walmart, and they were shutting down McDonald's. They were shutting down everything <laughs> in that area because the verdict was coming out yeah. in like an hour and a half, two hours. Yeah. And it's like, yeah. God damn, you know, that's that's crazy. Understandable. Uh, yeah, you know, Chicago because completely they, unpredictable, they, like the, the yeah. backlash that would come to the Chicago Police Department and just the, the whole Chicago city. area. Yeah, it, it, it would be fucking devastating. It, that that one would have to the to the point where. Yeah. Even my wife, uh, her boss told her, like, look, you know, not not just her, but everyone in the office. Like, hey, look, if you could if you could get home now, go ahead and take off, you know, and. I got home. It was about 
oh, about 10 minutes before they read the verdict, but I sat in my car mm-hmm. and, you know, all the, I, I shouldn't say all because I don't know. I mm-hmm. wasn't on all the stations yeah. at the same time. Oh, but, it, was, uh, it was being broadcasted. Baby. But, uh, yeah. like, you know, the, the alternative, the classic rock, you know, that shit, like, there's pretty much no mention of it. Yeah. So, you know, I, I purposely went back to, I think I went to uh, WGCI. Yeah, urban urban uh, station. And yeah. they ended up, uh, like, live broadcasting mm-hmm. from the courtroom. Oh, yeah. And listening. And so, all right, so for, for those, if anybody is unfamiliar with the uh, Van Dyke, Laquan McDonald incident, it was uh, Chicago PD. And uh, how old was he? He was uh, 16, I believe. I, I wasn't sure if it was 16 or 17. I think he was 16, 16 or 17. Yeah. Um, you guys can look it up, but he was, I but, believe, uh, 16 I mean, or long story short, uh, he ended up getting shot 16 or 17 times 16 in the back. Times. 16 yeah. times in the back by a police officer. And, all right. Now, at first, I, now, from what I understand, he had a knife. But he was walking down the street, wasn't waving it at anybody. That's am I remembering that right? Yeah, nothing on him. Nothing on him. It, it it's a very. It's not murky. I don't want to say that it's murky. Yeah. But I I want to. I want to be respectful and tread lightly. Like I I get shit for it, but I don't give a fuck. Yeah. <laughs> You know what I mean? I, I gotta call it. I gotta be fair. Like, not all cops are bad. Yeah, not all cops are bad, and that is an extremely difficult job. Yeah, and the responsibility. First of all, they don't get paid enough. No. For the responsibility that they have. The responsibility, the stress. The, uh, uh, of protecting and serving the community. Yeah. I mean, the unknown. Yeah. You know, you, you know you, 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 you walking up. Here's the thing, man. We all have inside of us our own insecurities, our own. Um, and I'm trying to be very very responsible with my verbiage uh i'm i mean i'm i'm educated but i'm not michael eric dyson or uh, no <laughs> i'm not michael eric dyson i'm i'm not uh tavis smiley i'm you know i'm not, i'm not one of these guys you know i'm i'm not one of them no i'm just I'm just a brother that grew up on both sides of the tracks. Right. I grew up on the south side of Chicago, 122nd and State Street. And uh, I moved out to Maryville back in 91. Yeah. Like, Maryville was, like, predominantly oh, was, yeah. white. Very like, much so. Like, And I mean by predominantly white. I mean, it was, like, it was 31 kids in my elementary class. Yeah. And it was like one other black kid, and <laughs> that black kid was in like every elementary class. Like I, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like you, you know, it was made no mistake about it. <laughs> like, yeah. And it was a, a Latin kid uh, named Gustavo, 
And then I think it was uh, another uh, Latin kid, uh, uh, Melissa. You know, like, yeah, they met the quota. But, <laughs> like, Maryville <laughs> definitely met the quota. Like, yeah, we got minorities, sure. <laughs> but make no mistake, it was not, like, 50-50 like it is now. Yeah. But I grew up on both sides of the track. So I, I've experienced my hand in prejudice. Like, a, a lot of times, another thing, too, is is the verbiage. Like, racist, being racist and being prejudiced is two different things. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Being a bigot, racist, and prejudiced, those are all separate definitions. You can be all three. You can be a bigot, but not necessarily be racist. No. Now, some some people come out here with a higher education and, and, and come out here and try to argue that with me. And that's arguable. Fine. Cool. Please go have the conversation that we're having now. Yeah, exactly. And that's, <laughs> you know what I mean? We all have prejudice. Yeah. I was going to say, we all have prejudice. It's, it's nature. It's Everybody has prejudice. Listen to me. When I walk in, it's been a bevy of times where I've walked in uh, an establishment and been the only black guy. And I'll look around. And just for a split second, it hits my mind. Oh, shit. I'm the only black guy in here. Yeah. How is this going to turn out? I end up having a kick-ass time. Yeah. I don't play down my culture at all. You know, I don't play down my culture. I don't play down. Like, I can't peel my skin off. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? They see it. They accept yep. me. I accept them for what it is for that evening. We have a kick-ass time. It's been times where... I've experienced, you know, uh, growing up in Maryville when you're black, you get pulled over, you know, you, it, it, I mean. You're going to get searched. It, it, it runs a little different. Yeah. It runs a little different. Now, at the same time, I can't necessarily say I was mistreated or wrong because my fucking plate was expired. My plate was expired. I was driving while suspended. Like, yeah, I deserve a fucking ticket. Like, you know what I mean? Like, no, I don't. And then there's been a lot of times when I've been given breaks by white cops. Yeah. Maryville's a small town. Make yeah. no doubt about it. Like, Maryville's a small town, you know? It's. So for me, my experience, I can't. To say I, I've had shitty cops, I've had asshole cops pull me over that were white. I've had undeniably asshole cops pull me over that were black in fact if i wanted to really be an outlier on here i can actually tell you some of my experiences with black cops were worse than with white cops no like it's been times where i should have been to jail and i'm not talking about while just because of driving you know with an infraction or two i'm talking about Gun in the car, you know, locked and loaded, which is no. illegal in Indiana. You can't yeah. have one in a chamber. Whether, whether you've got the license or you, not. You know, brass knuckles in the car, knife, you know, like I got the whole shebang, baby. You know, open alcohol, everything. Yeah. Now, they did make a scene. It was one white cop at first, then four more pull up. Yep. And I end up getting let go. It's not a lie. That really fucking happened. Yeah. 
Like I should have been locked up a bevy of times. Right? Like yeah. that that that's the thing. And it's been times when I got pulled over by a black cop where I wasn't expecting preferential treatment, but I was a little shocked by how fucking rude and over the top they were. Yeah. So what you gonna tell me? You know, you know, you know, you know, you know so these are my experiences. What you gonna tell me? Like, yeah. I, I can't sit here. Like, when I see what happened in the Van Dyke trial, that shit pisses me off. Because when I heard the verdict run down, I was at home. I'm watching this shit. I'm, I'm enthralled at what's happening because I understand. It's two things that's getting ready to happen. Understand something, people. Um, Chicago has a history of violence. Yeah. Dating back, like, people think Chicago's bad because of the inner city of Chicago and, you know, uh, the, quote, black-on-black crime, which is a bunch of bullshit. There's no such thing as black-on-black crime. Generally, wherever you're at, who you're amongst, that crime is white-on-white crime, is black-on-black crime, is... is Crime is crime. Crime is crime. Yeah. You know, you hurt... Who's around you? You steal from who's around you. That's and just what it is. You know what I'm saying? Now, is it an agenda? Like, if we gonna go, if we gonna be responsible and go really deep, we gotta go to the source of the matter. Yeah. Like in America, we keeping it funky. America's ran and was built upon whites no. and land. Like we weren't here. No. Like the Indians was here and they got ran off and Americans felt bad about it and they gave them reservations, gave them some sweet tax deductible deals, no. <laughs> afforded them some money. Like I've been on an Indian reservation and heard some of the shit. I'm like, man, you know what? God damn, it ain't. It ain't bad being an Indian right now. Like, if you're a surviving one, it's not really that. I mean, you know, the shit would be a whole lot better if you had more of your people around, of course. But, I yeah. mean, you know, when you, you're getting a, getting a few kickbacks, yeah. <laughs> your your culture had to suffer it. So, I'll, I'm making light of the situation. Yeah. I'm not being irresponsible making light of the situation. But, like, America's foundation is white. Yeah. They are the superior race just by land, um, financially, ownership, like power. Like the rules and regulations were confounded by white men. Yeah. You know, like in the Constitution, we was three fifths of men. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, like, you know what I mean? Like, we weren't even recognized as a fucking human being. Yeah. Yeah. Fast forward, Michael Che saying, Can our lives matter? Just matter. Like, we're just talking about matter. Like, can we just matter? We, like, I hear, like, when I watch videos of, of you know, the KKK and white supremacy and 
and I watch some of these guys talk, I'm just like, who's winning? Like, are we winning? Like, are we catching y'all? Like, when I hear, like, like one day, like, like for instance, one time, um, I heard uh, a young lady speaking. She's white, Caucasian young lady, and she was speaking, and she was talking about how she couldn't stand when uh, black guys at her job used the race car. I said, wow. And I didn't judge her, but I just mm-hmm. wanted to have a conversation with her. I said, what do you mean? No. She's like, well, everything's not about race. I said, you're absolutely correct. Everything's not about race. I said, now let me ask you something. Who are you to judge or decide whether or not the race card should be used in a given incident? Like the race card is a concept. It's not an actual fucking card that you can hand in. Like, <laughs> like, like, like you got like a shit ton of black people walking around with like a pack of Uno cards that are all black. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And any at any given time, be like, you know what? I'm not getting my way. I'm pulling my race card. Like that's yeah. not what that's not what yeah. the fuck is happening. You know what I'm saying? Like it's not what's happening at all. And the only reason why I say that is because when I talked to her, I said, but from your vantage point in your life you've never had to view things from his way no from his perspective you've never had to do it like that's the thing like i t- i told the guy one time i said listen i've got a son you've got a son he was a firefighter he's a firefighter i said i've got a son you got a son my son at the time, now my son at the time was was nine years old, right? Now I remember as early as as five years old driving, and my son at five years old, Brian says, "Oh man, there go the police, Dad. The police, they kill people. I'm scared. That's some wild shit." Yeah. Not saying that. A white man, son, at five, wouldn't necessarily say the same thing based off of what he sees on TV or what have you. But it resonated with me that my son, who was black, sees the police and don't see them as what it says on their car to protect protect and and serve the community. Now, like when you've got a community of blacks. Like Gary, Indiana. Mm-hmm. Gary, Indiana's population is probably around like 450,000, maybe 500,000. Their police force is like 80% white. No. You're policing a community that you're not even from. Yep. They don't even, uh, <clears throat> uh, they, they took away the stipulation that you have to live in the city to be to be on the fire department, to be on the police right. force. You don't have to be a part right. of the community anymore to, to work for the community. Right. And- that's that's one of those things where, right. I mean, I I was in EMS for a little bit, you know, uh, private ambulance service, you know, whatnot. But I mean, I I did, I did hear a lot of the political stuff, especially when Rudy Clay was in office. Um, I mean, that's a lot of the firefighters, you know, and which most of the firefighters that I knew at the time were black, right. and they couldn't stand Rudy Clay. Uh, they right. they would they would get days off because the budget was cut. 
and they'd get called say don't come to work today they call them rudy clay days you know <laughs> and i mean i don't know gary gary is it sometimes it seems like it's on the way up sometimes it right. seems like it's just well there it goes and the funny thing is this is this not out here in northwest indiana yeah this is not just out here in northwest this is throughout the country because yeah. like i can tell you it now you say okay well that's just one instance that's because black guys don't want to be cops come on man get the fuck out of here yeah. like like get the fuck out of here yeah like i don't want to hear that shit mm-hmm. <laughs> like y'all want to hear that shit like it's a bunch of bullshit i wanted to be a fucking cop yeah right like i wanted to be a cop but now me being a cop like it, it, it like if we want to say that the world is even if 80 percent of in a black community 80 percent of the cops was white how would Sherville, hobert valparaiso feel if 80 percent of their cops were black yeah that's fucking even yeah you yeah. see what I'm saying? Oh yeah. That's f- yeah. now we talking. That's even. Yeah. Right. No. Yeah. If, if, so. if 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 we doing it like that, and you're sitting, it's, it's different levels to things, that's, man. That, like you, you know. And and but I mean, you know, a point like that. That's, I mean, not necessarily a point that I've ever thought of. And, you know, again, like why see why that. why I wanted to sit down and have this conversation. Yeah. Um, you know, with, with, with no reserves, you know, uh, you know, that's, uh, I, I wanted to ask, uh, okay. Well, all right. I'll get back to that. I was going to, I was going to go back to the Van Dyke thing for a second, but I was, I was going to start with, um, you know, I I was just going to ask, you know, all right. So what am I allowed to say, (laughs) you know, without, without pissing anybody off, but you know what his thing, man. In this conversation, again, it's just it's a touchy conversation. It is. And as long as you are, a lot of people, I think it's funny that a lot of people get upset and a lot of people. Uh, I think it's a lot. It's funny that a lot of people won't have this conversation. Right. A lot of people won't have this conversation. Or you hear people say, I'm tired of talking about about race again. I hear race all day. I hear race on the radio. I hear race on TV. I hear race with my sports. I hear race on the news. I don't want to hear race. I don't want to hear race. But the difference is is that you're hearing it from one side. That's it. You're you're hearing it from the side. You know, you're you're hearing the side that. That's been oppressed. That that this side. (laughs) <laughs> You're hearing the side that this side wants you to hear. Right. You know, and that's it's it's a narrative being controlled. It's a yeah. narrative that's being controlled. And if you don't think that your social media, uh, your Facebook, your Twitter, your Instagram, uh, and all the other ones, uh it's so many of them, your news, if you don't believe that there's somebody at the helm controlling the narratives controlling the agenda like even with the visual right like even with the visual now this is gonna piss some people off but this is a real thing and everybody has seen this right like and i'm a comic and i would love to make this uh i would like to put a comedic spin on it to lighten it up but this is just some real shit 
right? Like when you see um, a mass murder, right? It's first of all in sociology and in psychology, the majority of serial killers are white men, as white as you can be. When you break down the actual description, what is it? What I think. I, I, at that time, it was like thirty-five to fifty or something like that, yeah. or whatever. But like, they were serial killers. Yeah, like, like that was like a thing. Like one of the funniest things, like, and we jumping all over the place. And I promise y'all, we gonna reel it back in. And I want to get this point across. Like, it's always funny to me, like, to hear my white friends. And they're friends, but for the preferences of this conversation, I must put that in. Yeah. But to hear my white friends say, like, oh, man, I'm going to Chicago this weekend. I got to make sure I'm safe. Yeah. Oh, man, I'm driving through Gary. Watch yourself. You got to make sure you're safe. At one point before the past, mm, I'd say three years three four years two years of this new administration and about two years of the obama obama's last administration it's been a strong like ideology of like and hold on let me let me check myself prior to that it was this thing like you know like oh you're a white woman single white woman walking down the street see a black man coming you know, they grab their purse, this, that, and that. like with all the shit, like, uh, you know, like the what, like where you see all this stuff on the news now, where you know you get white women, white men, they calling police because black people are having a barbecue. Or- no, 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 even <laughs> even worse, even worse, dude. I was I was I was watching this video before work yesterday, and it blew my well, I it didn't blow my mind. I wasn't surprised. Okay, I I wasn't surprised at all, but. It was so fucking stupid. So this black guy has got two white kids in his back seat. Oh yeah, the babysitter. And yeah, they, the were at, they were at they were at Walmart. Yeah. And then they went to Subway and ate lunch. Mm-hmm. And then they went to the gas station. Mm-hmm. And the whole time, this white woman is following them. Yeah. And you know, she she I think at the gas station they had an exchange and he said, Yeah, I'm I'm babysitting these kids. I run a center mm-hmm. and she kept following him. Mm-hmm. So this dude calls the cops and pulls over, calls the cops because he was being harassed by this woman and yeah, it's a white cop. And um you know, I understand like anything to do with kids, I think you should ask questions. It doesn't matter who you are uh but to the point that this guy was getting questioned like you know he he's the one that called the cops and said hey this woman is harassing me i'm babysitting these kids i'm i'm their after school teacher and i run a center gave him the address and the cop is just like all right well you know can i talk to the kids He's yeah. like, yeah, go ahead. Yeah. And he asked the kids, yeah. and the kids gave him, you know, the, the exact thing that this dude said. Like, yeah, he's our teacher. Like, he's he's watching us after school. And we went and ate lunch, and then he got gas, and and now we're here. Yeah. And, you know, and, but the cop just kept 
back and forth, back and forth between him and the kids, like almost checking to see if the story was going to change yeah, and all. Right, and right. it's like, dude, he's the one that called you. Yeah, it, it, if he was trying to, if he was trying to do anything with these kids, do you think he would fucking call okay. you? Let's see. Let's see that. Here's here's the thing. Here's a lowdown thing, right? This is the point I was I was working my way around. There's a fear, white, right? White fear is an actual thing. Oh, I believe it. I'm, I, and you know, and you know, it's funny. There's a fear in white culture of blacks being violent being animals being animals yeah right yeah okay here's the thing we were never violent towards whites whites were violent towards us i.e. slavery now now I'm not talking about like I don't know the demographic of or age range of this show but well, like I think I've got about 20 regular listeners. So like it but if anybody's listening between 18 to 50. Let me no. educate you real quick. Mm-hmm. Okay? There was a period that's been whitewashed, pardon the pun. Mhm. Where it's been like, oh, slavery. Like when you in school and you hear about slavery, it's like, oh, slavery. Oh, this, that, and all. Oh, the plantation. Oh, yeah, there might have been a few whips. You changed. Oh, they hung slaves. You, this, got, this, you that. got a couple of chapters. Right, right. It, it, and it's really glossed over the violence. Yeah. And the nature at which whites treated blacks. Yeah. Fed to the alligators as bait. Yeah. Oh, coffee, you bullshitting. Look it up. Yep. It's Googleable. Research it. Like sheer inhumane torture to blacks. Yeah. Right? For years. Unspeakable, shameful shit. Shit that would make. Halloween come out, what, Friday? No. Michael Myers come out Friday, Halloween. It would make you extremely uncomfortable. You no. think Michael Myers scared the fuck out you. Go back and research what the fuck they were doing to blacks. Go research that shit. Find. They got postcards with the shit on the postcards, dog. Mm. Like, you know, they got shackles. You know, with spikes in them and shit. I mean, I'm talking about inhumane shit. For what? For tobacco crops? <laughs> My black ass work at Ford right now. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, yep. like you ain't got to put me in shackles, man, for, the, for these peanuts that you're paying me. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, that shit was inhumane. The violence over the years, the police beatings, the water hoses, the burning of the crosses, the, the Emmett Tills of the world, all that, all those things, a bevy of stories, a bevy of just sheer, utter, inhumane actions to 
a race that came from your own. Like I hear a lot of like a lot of, a lot of white people say now, but those were our ancestors. That's not us now. Like why do you blame us for this, that, another? It's not that. But here's the thing. Those of us that are self out of conscious enough to understand know that yeah, I know my man Brian hasn't engaged in these acts. Did his ancestors engage in these acts? Well, let me see for a minute. Brian might not even fucking be from here. No. His ancestors might have been, you know, in Europe and shit. You know what I mean? Kicking. Like, I don't I don't know this. We gotta have this conversation. But for the preface of the conversation, let's say it was. Right? No. Here's the thing. You benefit from it. Now, your life, our lives might be equal. We might work at the same plant. We might make the same check. We might both drive GMC. You may drive a Ford pickup. I may drive a GMC. Right? You know what I'm saying? Like, I like sirloin steak. Fuck it. You like a goddamn T-bone. But we both eating meat. Nope. (laughs) You know what I mean? We both, we're at a level. But here's the thing. There's a benefit that you benefit from, perhaps, that I don't, right? When you walk in the room, when when you walk into an establishment, how often do you think about race? Pretty much never. Right? Never. It's not yeah. even a thing that pops into your head. Yeah. Right, it doesn't. It, it 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 may at times, but for the majority of your life, you've n- like how, how old is your son? If you don't mind, uh, three thing? years old. He's three years old as as of uh, t- Tuesday. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Just just turned three. No. Right. Hmm. Never once, and I and I'm now. You can tell me whether or not I'm I'm wrong, but never once did it pop in your head from the time she was pregnant. So let's give it. Four years. I'm gonna say four years, right? Yeah. Okay. Just because it's the nine months through the pregnancy, this yeah. that. We'll yeah. round it up. Three point nine. We'll round it up to four years. <laughs> Never once did you think, man, I'm gonna have to have a conversation with my oh, son no. about proper protocol when being pulled over by the police. No. Never once did I have a have a think about what we gonna name my child. So when he puts his name on the application, they won't automatically know. That he's black. Yeah. Like, that's yeah. some wild yeah. shit. Yeah. And not to say that all b- black people think about that, but it's a lot of us. It's common. Now, that do. Yeah. You'd be like, oh, what's your daughter's name? I got a cousin. Uh, uh, her daughter's name's Madison and Kennedy. I was like, oh. And they're twins. I'm like, oh, Beautiful names. Beautiful pres- girls. Presidential names. Beautiful girls, right? We having a conversation around the holidays. Madison and Kennedy. It's like, I know why you did it. Mm-hmm. I said, why? Now, her husband is mixed. He's mixed. He's, he identifies as African-American, but he's, I believe his mother is white. Yes, his mother is white. His father's black, right? Why'd you do it? Because when their names are on that application, 
nobody can prejudge them. Yeah. Trust me. Kennedy, Rayside, and um and that's not their last name, but I'm protecting them and shit because I don't want to be you well, know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But Kennedy Rayside sounds like a white name. Oh yeah. As opposed to Chiquita Jackson. Mm-hmm. And that shit is fucking crazy that yeah. I can sit here on a podcast and say that shit. Yeah. And well, it actually be a thing. All right. And if you're not going to be open-minded to this shit, then you should turn it the fuck off. Yeah. Seriously. Well, that's... well, That's, that's the thing. Like Nobody I said... Nobody white has ever been like, oh, you know what? We can't name him Jerome. Yeah. Because our last name is Jackson, and I don't want them thinking he's a black guy. The fact, <laughs> you, the fact that you just said that, what I, what I was about to say, I was about to tell a story about I, I was drunk at the bar one night, and this dude wouldn't quit fucking talking to me, bothering me, shit, like, get the fuck, you know, get the fuck away from me. You know, this shit, like I said, I was hammered. Yeah. And uh, it's like, I, you know, well, he's like, I at one point I asked him his name and he's like, "Oh, it's Jerome." I was like, "I right, go fuck yourself." <laughs> you know, he's like hipster looking white dude. Mm-hmm. All right, and now this is probably about close to fifteen years ago now. Yeah, um, yeah, about twelve, fifteen years, somewhere around there. And uh, I didn't believe him that his name was Jerome. And uh, so I got yeah, go fuck yourself, fucking leave me alone. Like, you know, told the bartender, I was like, "Yeah, well, you." You know, will you, will you tell this guy to fuck off, you know? Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, long story short, by the end of the night, like, I ended up having him fucking show me his ID to say, you know, like, yeah, fuck you, you're a white guy. Why Why is your name Jerome? And, uh, you know, yeah. I'm a, I'm a, I was fucking stupid. It's like, oh, it's Jerry, you know? Like, oh, I'm fucking stupid. Like, that yeah. was uh, just 100% ignorance on my part, you know? But- it, and here's the thing. It's been built up in you. Mm-hmm. Over years, it's been built up in you. I am comfortable walking into an all-white establishment, me yeah. and the only black guy. I am. Some people be like, oh, man, you going to a bar and low? Motherfucker, you crazy. <laughs> Them white boys going to string your black ass up, this, that, and other. We joke about it, laugh about it. I don't give a fuck. I grew up on both sides of the track. I'm going to go any goddamn where I yeah. motherfucking goddamn please to have a good time, especially if somebody invited me. Yeah. Bottom line. Yeah. Now, I know there's a possibility I could run into that mindset and I'll deal with it once upon me. Cool. I got it. Yeah. I'm cool with that. I I understand that is actually a possibility. Cool. Others won't take that risk. Myself, I'm gonna go ahead and take that risk. That's you know I've I've I, got I, no I, problem with it. Yeah, because I That's, want I want to break down the lines. Yeah. Of, so of, so of do that I. Uncomfortable of, of being that. So do I. For instance, one night, um, um. My girlfriend at the time, she had a uh, a friend of hers that she worked with. She was leaving her job or whatever, so they were having like a farewell party. This is in Winfield, Indiana. Yep. Right? In the sticks. In the, in the sticks. And in any, the, anywhere in the sticks in Indiana has got a history. It, it, you better believe it, Jack. Yeah. So 
I go out there. We pull up. Hop out. It's not even like it's not like a, uh, you know, a, a a shack like a shanty town. You know what I mean? This is no. established area. No. All right, cool. We walk in. Now, there's four white guys that walk in ahead of me, uh, uh, ahead of us. Okay. Now. I fancy myself a well-dressed man when I when I tip out. I got on a blazer. I got on, you know, a, a dress shirt. My pants are on my ass. I'm not sagging. I got to, you know, they're, they're, you know, I, I don't look like what whites would call the typical hoodlum and or thug. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Which is whatever. Yeah. F- fuck it. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, get the fuck out of here. Skateboarders. Was wearing baggy, you know, baggy clothes even back in the day. So you get yeah. the fuck out of here with that bullshit. Like, I'm not even going to begin to go in all that. We'll be here all night, oh, yeah. right? But I looked presentable. presentable. They walk in. They got on their affliction shirts and shit, like they logos and shit. This, that, another. They walk in. Security, you know, the bouncers. They check their IDs. They let them in. As soon as I get there. I have nothing on. Like, I am part of, I come from that security world as well. Like, I know the eye line to shit. There was no need to not pat me down as well. They pat me down. I get it. Fuck it. No. I'm cool with it. It's the protocol. I've dealt with it my whole life. Whatever. Right? We walk in. The DJ's playing music. We see her group. At a table, probably about like 30, 40 paces back. We walk up, we chopping it up, everything's cool. Nobody else noticed. I noticed that the music fucking stopped in the room. Hmm. They were actually playing music and that shit stopped. Matter of fact, Living on the Prayer was actually playing. <laughs> and I'm not bullshitting. Bon Jovi was playing and that shit stopped. And every, it, like now it could have stopped because of a technical difficulty or whatever but i find it funny we chopping it up and uh i'm like okay i'm gonna go over to the bar and grab us some drinks or whatever so i walk over to the bar and uh i'm just sitting there waiting 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 and this guy comes up to me and he's a biker this is summertime this is like this motherfucker looked everything like the undertaker not six foot seven, but looked everything like the Undertaker, yeah. like a sweater guy, like biker Undertaker, not like old school WWF Undertaker. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, and he walks up, he's got his vest on, the shit, his fucking bandana on, and it's enough room at the bar that he didn't have to be beside me. That he walks directly, like almost like shoulder to shoulder to order his drink. I peep it. All right, whatever. You know what I mean? Like, it's not even a thing to me. No. Waitress walks up. What do you want? Yeah. Let me get two Miller Lights and three shots of Jack. She walks away. Sure, darling. Goes back over. Young girl. Mm -hmm. Goes back over. Gets to mixing it up. He ends up ordering a shot of Jack and a shot of Miller Light as well. Right? I grab my drinks, pay. He literally looks at me and says, 
you're all right, brother, and walks away, and the fucking music starts back up. Swear to God. (laughs) Weirdest shit ever. Coincidence? Yes, you can argue that's a coincidence. But in my mind, I know for a fucking fact that it wasn't coincidence. Because in that establishment, like as the night waned on, all of a sudden, urban hip-hop started to be playing. And not just like top 40 urban hip-hop that you hear on B96. The DJ started playing that shit. Yeah. Yeah. Like some hood-ass shit. It was two black motherfuckers in that room that night. (laughs) There's... I've, I've seen it too many times where I knew like, okay, this is a thing. Right? Like, this is a thing. They want to make you feel comfortable in the establishment it's you're cool all right let's mix it the fuck up and they enjoy it funny thing is right now you say that all right yeah funny thing is white people the number one consumers when it comes to fucking music oh yeah like you number one on the billboard chops billboard charts not because at the time, like, I'm going to keep it funky with you. It's a stereotype, but I'm going to keep it 100 with you. Like, that bootlegging shit was real. And, oh, yeah. Like, like and I'm I'm talking, and yeah, everybody was, I think, what was it at the, what was it called at the time? Um, uh, Napster. Napster. Yeah. Everybody was doing that shit. Oh, yeah. It was a white guy that created that shit. Everybody was doing it. But black folks profited off of that shit. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, hell the fuck yeah. <laughs> like, for instance, like country singers, like especially within the time frame we're in now, like country singers albums are being sold like a motherfucker. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like you'll hear R&B artists, African-American, black R&B artists, like they'll talk about. And I know somebody going to be like, oh, why did he say African-American and black? I got a joke about that shit too. I'll tell y'all about right. it later. <laughs> I, that, there, that was a point that I, I have certain points that I, I hope I remember throughout the night. Yeah. Well, fuck it. Let's go into it right now since we right here. Let's right. keep on breezing because we just jumping around. We ain't got all night with yeah. y'all. But like, I noticed that that's a thing growing up in a small town, like with the cops in a small town. Like, you know, on the application it says black, yeah. right? And then some applications. It says African American, mm-hmm. right? Uh, Pacific Islander, you know, white, yeah. Hispanic, whatever, right? But like, I've been pulled over before, and I've actually heard the call back to the station, and they'll be like, "Black African American," and a lot of you, you hear it all the time, so much so you don't even think about it. Black African American, black is a color. Yeah, let's. Cut the bullshit. Black is a color. White is a color. Yeah. Right? That's why motherfuckers say Caucasian as an ethnicity. Black is a color. White is a color. So why is it on like a application student loan form, this, that, and other, it says ethnicity, and it says black, white, Latino. The yeah. fuck is that shit about? Yeah. To the <clears throat> point that they had to change it, and it says <coughs> African-American. Like, it, it, it's... People's when when you go fill out shit, look at that that race, that ethnicity portion. Sometimes it says black, sometimes it says white, Hispanic. 
Hispanic, black, white, not Hispanic. White, or I'm sorry, white, non-Hispanic. White, non-Hispanic. Yeah. Right? So you've got Hispanic, a actual word, a actual ethnicity, and then you've got two identifiers of what? Color. Yeah. Color. It doesn't say brown. It doesn't say yellow. Black, white, Hispanic. Yeah. Black, African, American. Get the fuck out of here. Right? Like, I'm a dark skin. You guys can't see us. We was trying to get this shit Facebook Live. You guys can't see us. I'm a dark skin, what would be considered a dark skin black male. Okay? Understand something. There are black men that are fair skinned. If there was a color to give them, it would be like a taupe sandalwood. <laughs> sandalwood. Sandalwood. That takes me back to my Menards days. Like yeah. Sandstone. Yeah, right, right. You know what I'm saying? Like that, you know, like, like if you're a Puerto Rican, you know, like that, that is never identified. Right? But you say, oh, shit. Well, you know what? He's a black African-American man. Like that shit. Come on, man. Get the fuck out of here. Like, I think it's funny. But it's a thing. It's a thing that that we have created in society. We legitimately forget that we bleed the same. It's okay to be different. Like we're different. I crack jokes all the time. Our cultures are different. Our holidays are different. The way we move are different. Right? Yeah. The things that we afforded are different. But we still want the same things. The majority of us. We want happiness. We want to afford our our generations after us. Yep. Education. Intelligence. Wealth. Right? Happiness. Jack Daniels wasn't made for just white men. No. Jack Daniels was made by a black man. Ooh, I'm sorry if I pissed somebody <laughs> off white listeners to the show. Yes, research this shit. A black man made Jack Daniels and the man Jack a black man taught Jack Daniels how to make Jack Daniels. And Jack Daniels profited off of it. And that dude in his family and his ancestors are not in the same form of wealth that Mr. Jack Daniels is. That's a fact. That's a fact. No. Right? Like, had he played by Jack Daniels, though? Like, he his generation is benefiting from those circumstances. Yeah. Um, a funny thing happened. Uh, I was talking to my sister uh, down in San Antonio, and uh, she was talking to a friend of hers, and uh, <laughs> her friend was white and shit. And she told me she was like, "My friend goes, you know, I'm white, but like I'm conscious enough to know that I benefit from being white." And my sister was like, "You the shit for that, like." Because here's the thing, when you're, the problem is, is when you're white for blacks. Like, this is one of the things for blacks. It's like when you're white and you don't realize 
Like you benefit from being white. Now, I I thought of a joke a while back. So yes, this is it, it's a joke. Um, but you bring up, you know, in in a roundabout way, you brought up white privilege. Yeah, white um, privilege. Yeah. Now, you you know you know what the real true white privilege is being able to get full color tattoos that's it i swear to god i hate <laughs> white people i swear to god i hate white people when it comes to tattoos fair skin blacks latinos asians white people like i fucking hate that shit y'all get the dopest ass tattoos now, the first time ever. i thought about that i i was at my old job and you know, one of the black guys that I work with, you know, we, we talk on a regular basis, you know, we, and, you know, very comfortable with him. He's very comfortable with me. Right. And right, I, right, I would, right. I would bring things like that, like my, you know, uh, for, for, for whatever it is, my questions, you know, to, to get that opinion from the other side, like he was my go-to. Right. You right. know, and I went up to him one day, I said, now I, I know you're not going to get offended and I, I know I'm safe telling you and i went over that he started laughing it's like all right it's like all right so now the question is like who else can i tell that joke to here? <laughs> like yeah yeah no no for sure no man listen it is people gotta understand all you gotta do is embrace each other yeah that's it yeah embrace that shit that's like like people we, we people talk about culture vultures and 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 the white race like you know they they you know they they benefit again and they they come out and they you know profit off of black culture and what blacks do they, yo heady play by them like those munchos like not munchos what's it called munchies yeah like yeah. like let me tell you something this is and this is a a a simplistic form of understanding. Right, like in urban culture, like we would take flaming hots, we would take Lay's chips, we would take pretzels, like that checks mix shit. You threw it all together. We threw that shit all together. Yeah, a long goddamn time ago. We would buy multiple bags and we would throw that shit all together. Right, and then surprisingly, one day out of nowhere, the shit's being sold in the store. No. Hmm. Right. Now, this is this is one of the points that I wanted to uh, that I wanted to talk about tonight was cultural appropriation. Mm. So, outside of Rachel Dolezal or whatever the fuck her name is, Rachel Dolezal, yo, shout so, out to Rachel Dolezal. She all right, shit. so <laughs> like cultural appropriation was never a thing like fifteen years ago. It was. Uh, I mean, I, I don't know. I guess it, it wasn't thought of the same way. Okay. It wasn't thought of the same way. Like, I mean, yes, you would you would have the white guys that acted black. You would have the black guys that acted white. Right. Whatnot, but it was never considered cultural appropriation. Uh, I get. I don't that know. If terminology they, wasn't put on it. I guess. Right. I guess. Yeah. Now, now we have that terminology. But right. Like, right. how far does cultural appropriation go? Because I mean, when it comes, but but when it comes to like some white dude getting shit for having dreadlocks, like is that should should that be a thing? Well, you know what you know, <laughs> you know where 
it really gets sticky, and we gonna keep it funny, yeah. keep keep it funky, keep it funny, and keep it funny and keep and it funky, keep it whatever we got going. <laughs> uh, we really get sticky with that. Is interracial dating? Yeah, like that's that's, that's that's always been like you talking about cultural appro- appro- uh, uh, excuse me. appropriation appropriation like that's right there in it right that you getting no. right you get now you now you get into the meat and potatoes of that right yeah. but yeah like it, it it goes all the way to the top man listen for the longest you've seen it like I, <laughs> like black guys like for instance just something as simple as grooming yeah. Right, like grooming. And black guys, like you know, back in the day, like you know, we wore wave caps, do rags, wave caps. We want the nice, silky, wavy hair. Sisters, you know, perms, this, that, another. Back in the late seventies, everything was the fro, and then all of a sudden, sisters want another. They hair long. Dra- now, again. We could sit here in front, but generally speaking, black to make everybody feel comfortable. <laughs> black African Americans, right? Our hair is coarse. Now we're mixed with so many different cultures, right? Like it's a lot of us with wavy hair. Like we don't need products in our hair. Yeah. You know what I'm you know what I'm saying? To have it silky smooth wavy nice grain texture long hair our hair grow down our backs no different than a caucasian white woman from from uh uh, uh norway yeah. <laughs> like like yeah like i can go right now to the ivory coast and <laughs> pull you up a chocolate sister with hair that go down to her backside you know i can go to my homeland trinidad and tobago and pull up a black and indian woman and you'd be like god damn like wow like this is incredible like her hair's you know put them side by side with somebody from from russia from natasha <laughs> from, <laughs> from from russia and it's like yeah damn her hair all the way down her back See, just as silky and smooth just as straight no split ends all that shit yeah right like that's a fucking thing because what people fail to realize is like We have every coach. Now, now, again, I don't know who's listening. They might be upset, but this is a little nugget for you. Every culture stems from us. Oh, uh, that's if you. Asian, white. Everything started. Puerto Rican. Right. In Africa. That's it. That's it. That's. That's it. I mean, you want to look at it from like a. A paleontology aspect or you know what uh, archaeology you know what whatever the correct well, term well, is well, there yeah, that's yeah that's yeah. that's that's no, where that's every, where it all started everything started which that so now you you've brought up black and african-american right so now as a white guy that's there's been times where it's like you know talking and uh you know shit do i say black or do i say african-american and myself, I, I prefer, like I'm more comfortable saying <laughs> saying black, right? Um, just 
because of the argument that like I have had it happen to me where I've I've said African American right. and it's like no I'm I'm Cuban, yeah no I'm Dominican right, right. And, and it's like right right exactly all right so I exactly. mean exactly like I mean how 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 am I supposed to handle that if somebody gets pissed off because I said black you, you know you, you know what you say you you know you know what you say this is what you do. You just don't fucking do it, right? You just don't fucking do it. Here's, and, and, and For the most part, I try to leave leave that yeah. out. Right, Un- until they tell you. Or you yeah. get, here's the thing. This dude, this yeah. woman, look, look, you know. There's nothing, there's nothing ever been wrong in asking the question. No. Don't let anybody fault you for fucking asking the question. No. Because you're trying to become non-ignorant. To the circumstances, yeah. You see what I'm saying? Oh yeah. People That's think the, igno- the, the reason igno- we're fucking the, the, sitting here like today. The concept of ignorance has a negative connotation, right? Yeah. It generally, it generally takes on a negative. Ignorance is the definition is based to unknown. Yeah. It's unknown. Yeah. Motherfucker, I don't know. So if they don't know. You're in. I try to tell brother, yo, man. Oh, man, that motherfucker. He said this, that, and other to me. That's because he doesn't know. You can't believe this motherfucker asked me, man, to touch my goddamn hair and shit. He doesn't know. He doesn't fucking know. We got anybody chiming in on you live, man? No, nobody. nobody's talking. Just, just, uh. They're viewing. Not, not, not right now. I think we we had a couple views, but uh. And then they bailed out. Yeah. They got nervous. No. Nope. <laughs> they got nervous. It's okay. No, but his his thing for, for the most part, I I try not to use descriptors like right, that right. to begin with. Mm-hmm. You know, but like for for instance, like I just started the new job, mm-hmm. and uh, in my department, there's a group of five of us, and had a white guy and a black guy. They both had the same features, you know, kind of right. looked the same. Like, oh, which one was Patrick? I was like, oh, uh, right, right. Uh, well, fuck, you know, yeah, he was a black guy. Right, you right, know. right. And, you know, the, but like I said, for the most part, I try to avoid that. Yeah. But uh. sometimes, sometimes you, not that you're forced, but you, you kind of have no other options. It, 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 it's as simple as asking the question hey man if you don't mind me asking and now here's the thing the, again there's got to be a level in any time ethnicity race is brought up or even touched on two things have to happen one one side must not have the fear Of not wanting to learn, not wanting to not ask the question. And the other side must not have, for the lack of a better word, the aggression in not answering the question. Yeah. 
You know what I'm saying? You can't be scared of the answer, and you can't be scared to answer. You can't be. You can't be in fear to provide. You can't be offended to answer. You you can't be offended to answer. A lot of times, my people are offended to answer those questions, as if motherfuckers know. A lot of times, white. This dude grew up in a predominantly. Listen, I had a sociology and psychology teacher. Uh, My his name was Mister Nichols. Right, this guy came up from down south Indiana, fucking high school senior graduating class of like twenty five. Right, never, ever, well, not him, but like he said, yo, where I'm from, those kids didn't see black people until they went off to college. Yeah. If they went off to college. Yeah. One of those towns. All they know about black culture is what's seen on TV. If you think for one fucking minute you can learn about another ethnicity's culture. By watching Martin. Right? Hey. (laughs) Who's the boss? Full house. Yeah. Watching what's on the news. Yeah, exactly. When you've got somebody white delivering black news, guess what? You need to take that shit with a slant. When you, who owns the news station? Yeah. Let's keep who owns the news station. Okay, then, right? Yeah. When they show when Fox News or CNN or MSNBC or Headline News, when they show that mugshot of that black guy and or the, that, that was shot dead by the police officer and they show him in a negative light, right? And then they show the white guy that kills his family, kills his wife, murders his kids, does a murder-suicide, Goes and shoots up his job, and they show him smiling, you know what I'm mean? Sitting up with a collared shirt. That shit is fucking... He was such an angel, I would have never I, guessed I, it. I, get the fuck <laughs> out of here with that bullshit. You know what I'm saying? So it's it's always it? a slate. It's always slight at hand, man. That shit is slight at hand. There, there was a hashtag a couple years ago, uh, and it was like, which picture would you use? Something like that. Yeah. Uh, because it was, yeah, I, I want to say, it was a black yeah. kid that mm-hmm. was yeah. an upstanding citizen, mm-hmm. and the picture that they used when when he was shot and killed yeah. was at a party or some shit yeah. where yeah. you know you don't, they don't never see this shit, man. That those those man those white kids to get off on rape. Yeah, I said it. I don't give a shit. This is bullshit. I think it's fucking bullshit. I think I think it's other bullshit. Like this whole Bill Cosby thing, I think it's bullshit. Motherfuckers are all, you know, blacks and whites are up in arms about the shit. Here's the thing. If Bill Cosby did to one woman, if he sexually assaulted one woman, right? Now, yeah, they say it's 40 of them bitches in there. We kick 
came to find out, come to find out that some of them did lie, some of them did take yeah. a pay cut, this, that, and other. Fine. But where there's smoke, there's fire. And nobody's a fucking saint. I, my whole thing on the Cosby, <laughs> the, uh, uh, some people call him Pill, Pill Bill, but my whole thing is if he committed any of those actions or allegations, not specifically to this one young lady that got him locked up, but to anybody, period. You guilty. No. You need to be behind bars. But it's allegations. Not been proven, but allegations. And you got him locked up. Because y'all feel, beyond a reasonable doubt, he did that shit. Right? Based off of allegations. My thought process, okay. But Kavanaugh, Trump, Weinstein, Matt Lauer, uh, Mario Bertoli. Uh, 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 I mean, I can go down a list, a sheer list of Caucasian men. They need to be locked up right alongside of them. Yeah. Again. Now, man, that shit, man, that shit when, is crazy, it, man. It is. It, that's the shit that's unsettling the black culture. When we see blatant disregard, you know, because the system. Racism changed. Like people think racism went away for a while and then it came back. That shit didn't go away from a while. Like, like they were having segregated proms in Mississippi like last year. Yeah, last year in some towns in Mississippi. You know what I mean? Which is the the anus of of, of, of racism. Like yeah. Mississippi. Like you know what I mean? Like yeah. in the South in general. Yeah. Like, yo, get the hell out of here if you think that shit left it just it flipped up yeah we talking about systemic racism we talking about a system that wasn't built for us and when i mean us i mean blacks for it to be fair you know what i mean yeah you get busted with cocaine tonight we leave here we go out to a bar we kick it you get busted with cocaine right you go to jail Okay, you went to jail. You were driving while intoxicated, OWI, all that. You go to jail, you get you get off with a fine. No. I get busted a little ways down the road. You get put in the system. I'm catching that case. No. Make no mistake about it. I'm catching that fucking case. Right? The fear is different. You ever been pulled over? Oh, yeah. How nervous are you when you pulled off? Pretty fucking nervous. You I have a fear for your life. No, that's that's I was I was gonna say, I get pretty fucking nervous, but that's I could only imagine how much of a different type of nervousness it is. That shit. Let me ask you this: When you see a cop driving. You're driving northbound, right? You see a cop driving southbound. Do you get nervous? No. I make sure my seatbelt's on. Right. 
let's say your seatbelt's on. Yeah. You're driving 10 and 2. Right? You're driving 10 and 2, seatbelt's on, you're doing the speed limit. You notice the cop. Does it does it even go five minutes with you thinking about him? You look up in the rearview mirror to see if he's turning around to come get you. That's See, I look in the rearview mirror to see if he's turned around, but... It's, it, n- it's not for the same reasons. Right, right. It's it's to see if I got away with not wearing my seatbelt. R- right. Okay. That's but but then that's and, the, it, and then you keep on moving. It's yeah. not even a thing. Yeah. It's not even a thing. When you black and you see a cop part driving the opposite way, not only when he passes you or you pass him and you're doing everything right, seatbelt tucked in, you know you. No, you know, you are legit straight laced. Even while driving. Five minutes goes by. Three to five minutes goes by. It's in your head. Is he still there? Did they turn around? And you go, sigh of relief. No. That's some wild shit. No. That's some scary ass shit. Here's the real question. Why the fuck is that? Why is that something that's been embedded within you that you see somebody that has made an oath to protect and serve the community that you live in, you should be afraid of? Yeah. Why is it that one particular culture is not in fear of the protection, but the other one? Is now crime hits our city within our confines. We don't want to talk to the police. We witness shit and we don't want to talk to the police. We'll witness a crime and we ain't saying shit to the police. It's fucking crazy. No. Like when black person call the police, they calling. You know it's some shit when a black person call the goddamn police. Yeah. Like when we decide to call the police. We and when we decide to call the police, we understand there is a certain decorum we must be willing to present ourselves in to talk to the police because we're in fear that they might not at all understand or even be willing to hear out our side. And no. we're the fucking victim. How are you a victim and you scared to call the goddamn police? No. You, that's some fucked up shit. Not getting off the subject. It's just like women with these sexual assault and rape allegations. They've went so long without being heard by authorities. What's the goddamn point of fucking calling the police? Like, that's what we're talking about with the master race, the superiority. That shit is embedded in the system. It's it, it's you when people are like, oh, we got to change. We got to change. We got to change. Motherfuckers within the system that's running that shit. They've got to admit their wrongs. They've got a goddamn change. Yeah. Chappelle talked about it. Netflix, the bird revolution. It's in the confines of men and women and men treating women the way we have for 
centuries. No. Like, I tell people all the time, like, and I've said this shit, and I've gotten flack for it, and I don't give a fuck. I've gotten flack for it. Like, the black woman, that, like, to be a black woman in the United States, I feel now is harder than being a black man. Because it's a double ne- it's a double negative there. I say double negative. It's jargon. I know some higher ups. They be like, "Oh, that's irresponsible." I don't give a fuck. It's a double negative. You want to know why? Because not only are you a woman, that's a minority. You're also black, yeah. and that shit's hardcore. Black women are. And this is actual factual. This shit is legit research. Black women within ethnicities are more educated than whites, Asians, Latins. Like we can go down the list. Right? Like that's a thing you can research and then you will come back like, oh shit, Coffee Black was telling the fucking truth. But they're also women on top of that so not only are you a woman in the workplace fighting to be respected you're also black fighting to be respected yeah that shit's hardcore black women haven't been defended by black men in a long goddamn time right like we can really dive into the depths of this shit and this shit can get really really uncomfortable you know what i'm saying but at the end of the day the whole thing is really like for instance like if it's if we just keep an agenda male and female right if you're a woman and you're fighting for women's rights you're also fighting for asian women's rights yeah Latin women's rights, Hispanic women's rights, black women's rights. You know what I'm saying? This goes on and on. Right. You know what I mean? Like, because you're fighting for women. But when the fight only stops, oh, I'm a woman. Uh Oh, but I'm white. Fuck the rest of y'all. You take away from the fight. Yeah. You take away from the respect. (laughs) you know what i'm saying like like why would you do that no like that doesn't that doesn't bode well for you in the end that doesn't bode well for you then it's fucking bullshit i don't know i don't know is this thing this race thing is extremely simple yet complex because again it takes two motherfuckers coming as, to the table. As far as simple but complex, I definitely agree on complex. Uh, simple, I, I see, I see it, but I don't. I see it in the fact that it should be simple. That's right. It should be as simple as sitting down, grabbing a cigar, and having a conversation. It should be, but it's not, and that's. I mean, one of the reasons why I wanted to do this, this like, like I, I was, why you gotta do it. I was, I was telling my mom earlier today that you were coming by and we were, you know, the, the subject matters like, you know, normally I don't have a pre-planned subject matter for my show. Right. 
Right. Today, I definitely did, obviously. But, you know, I told my mom, I said, yeah, I got, I got like, you know, maybe 20 regular listeners. But if we could get through to one person, that's a fucking start. Look, check it out, right? That's now you, you mentioned earlier about, you know, yeah, walking into an all white bar. Yeah. You know, and not being afraid. That's in the, in the same kind of the same sense. Not really. Um, that's one of my buddies at my old job. I, I had his keys when he mm-hmm. left. He rides his bike to work. I, I worked in the Pullman district mm-hmm. and oh, yeah. he lived on the south side. He rode his bike to yeah, work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Over so, the, uh, Pullman Bank now U.S. Bank. I had to, yeah, I, <laughs> over, I had to hundred eleventh. I had to pull some strings, and I ended up, you know, being able to get his address because I was trying to get his keys back to him. His phone was turned off. Yeah, and, uh, you know, you know, like you said earlier, he was he was right off one hundred twenty second. Yeah, man. And I drove over there, no problem, no 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 predisposed thoughts in my head about. Like right. oh shit, I'm I'm driving into right. the shit storm of fucking Chicago. Right, you know that's no. I just wanted to get this dude's keys back to him in case he was locked out of his house. I didn't want him to have to fucking drive his damn bike back to work, you know. Yeah. And uh, you know, yeah, driving through the neighborhood, you know, I'm I'm looking around, but not not necessarily at the people to start, but I'm looking around to to see the conditions of the neighborhood. The right. I I yes. see the conditions of the neighborhood, and it yes. reminds me of yes. you know spots here in northwest indiana mm-hmm. you know you, you've got columbia center yeah you black know, oak yeah black oak uh but you know and then then i started looking and yeah there's it was it was a summer day mm-hmm. lots of people outside right and i'm looking yeah i got some strange looks being being the white guy driving through the neighborhood in in a decent looking suv I, and but not once was i scared here's the thing I tell my white friends, you're safer in the hood than I am. Yeah, I see it. That's, you know, I've got I'm not, white I'm not, guy I'm not in scared, the hood being I'm not assaulted. Scared to go into that neighborhood. That's not to say that I've never been scared in a neighborhood. Right, right. Uh, but yeah, yeah. you know, it's the middle of the fucking day. Yeah, yeah. It's oh I, my god. I'm it's nervous in Chicago. I'm nervous in two neighborhoods. I'm nervous in. In my own goddamn neighborhood and nervous in a predominantly white neighborhood. Yeah. Here's the thing. You white, I get it. You're nervous in a black area because you hear all these pre and you you got all these preconceived notions about what you've heard is going on out there. This shit is dangerous. I'm not saying that it's not dangerous, but what I'm saying is, guess what? Single white male, single white female hurt. In the hood, that brings more publicity. Like like the Indians used to say, more white men. Yeah. That brings more white men. Yeah. That's a fucking problem for us. Yeah. If you're white in a nice SUV in the hood, you're there for a goddamn reason. Yeah. Period. Point blank. End of discussion. Either you there getting ready to check up on your property. <laughs> you <laughs> straight up it, I, I don't uh, like all that bullshit about white guys going to the hood to score drugs bullshit white people got some of the best goddamn weed fucking cocaine <laughs> there is in their own community 
Okay, yeah. period, point blank, end of discussion. They don't need to go to the hood to score fucking drugs. The other option, you the fucking goddamn police. Yeah. So guess what? When we see a white guy in a nice SUV rolling around, yes, we're staring, not because we're like, what the fuck is he doing there? We're like, oh, shit, what the fuck is he yeah. doing here? As in, oh, shit, we in trouble. Yeah, but that's... So, See what I'm saying? So, so this, that's the goddamn difference. Oh yeah. The shit. Oh yeah. That's the that's yeah. the difference. And that's, that's you're safer walking that's down the street. Why I didn't give a shit about the being there. inner city. You're safer walking down 47 in State Street in fucking Chicago, or walking around the hundreds than I am. Yeah. Period. Point blank. End of discussion. Yeah. Like there is like oh now you might get a few bold brave motherfuckers oh what you doing here white boy this that another yada 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 motherfuckers are the conscious motherfuckers whatever he's doing here let him get or do what he needs to do and fucking leave yeah me on a that's like you walking into the gardens right Oakdale Gardens in the city of 130th. Right, you go in there, you cool. Not to say that it's not a dangerous motherfucker and some shit could happen to you and you be an innocent bystander, but motherfuckers is like, whatever he's doing, let him go. He's here for a reason. I'm not from there. When I walk in there, I'm the fucking threat. Yeah. And I'm one of their own. It's more dangerous for me to walk within my community than it is for you. But it's also more dangerous for me to walk within your community than it is for you. That's the shit that we trying to eradicate. Yeah. Why why is that? And you can sit here and act all funny, not you per se, but motherfuckers sit here and talk shit. And like, oh, no, that's not what it is. No, that's the fucking reality. So how do we start to even begin to start to try to start to fix that? (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Exactly. How many beginning stages can you have? How many beginning stages do you have to have before that we could try to improve the situation? I'll tell you what, man. So I used to have a podcast called truth about lies right uh and um at the time when we were recording uh freddie gay freddie excuse me freddie gray had been shot and killed another unarmed black man you know what I'm saying gunned down by the police and uh something had came over me right like and i was doing this with a part i was doing this podcast with my best friend business partner my brother at the time not at the time still currently but the podcast is 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 yeah on a long hiatus and uh it was unsettling to me what was going on in the in the country you know baltimore was rioting yeah and A week and a half ago, Chicago could have been the same. St. Louis, you know, we like like that shit. That Van Dyke verdict 
you wanted to see y'all thought be more and fucking goddamn st louis was crazy listen chicago was going to fucking erupt it was going to burn for the second time you better goddamn fucking believe yeah. that shit anybody that says otherwise oh well they had five thousand police officers they were bringing in the national guard the national guard those young americans were gonna see some real shit yeah because that shit was gonna fucking explode yeah straight up no doubt in my goddamn mind oh absolutely that shit was gonna explode. All right, so, look. If Walmart's gonna fucking close their doors, right? You like, know, shit's serious. This shit was going yeah. to motherfuckers were prepared all the way around for that shit. They knew what was coming down the pipe. There was no reason to have the National Guard sitting there on command on the phone, ready to roll. You know what I mean? Like that shit was going to happen. So I digress. That shit goes down the pipe, right? I hit my boy up, and I'm like, hey, man, I think we need to do a show about race relations. He says, to what degree? You know, we're a show in which our demographic is white, black, you know, like we're all over the board. I don't want to ostracize anybody, this, that, and other. Sell me on the idea. I said, I want to discuss this shit. Because we've marketed our show as if it's going on in the world, we gonna talk about it. If it's difficult, something that it's hard to tackle, we're going to discuss that shit because we can't. There is no conversation that we can't discuss that we won't tackle, right? The day comes to record it. He's with it. He says, fuck it. All right, let's do it. The day comes to record it. I'm in flux. I had all these ideas. I had I had all these these uh statements. I was I was ready to rock and roll. And then I had to push the record button. And something happened right before that. Right? I knew at that point I was getting ready to broadcast my beliefs on race in America to the world not that we were that popular of a show but that me the coffee black entity like my brand would be connected to these words to these words to these beliefs to these concepts and they somebody could go and pull it up and find it and be like oh coffee black said this that another the third yeah It's real easy to discuss race when you're in the confines of your home, your car, your cell phone, your party. It's a whole lot more difficult when you get on that public forum and you got to go ahead and talk about it. And then you've got to deal with the backlash of it. Now, like right now. People are going to hear this and your audience might be 20 or 30 or 100, 200, 1,000, right? 
and they're going to hear this and and some people are going to say oh well they they didn't really they didn't really get into you know the depths of it all like they touched on this they touched on that Oh, these motherfuckers ain't really. Oh, Coffee Black, he this, that, and other. He didn't stick up for black people the way black people need to be stuck up for in the, you know, in the climate of the world we got going on right now. All that shit. That's easy to say when you're on the sideline. Yeah. But when you got to step into the arena and you've got to get down to the, the nitty grit of it, it's a different ball game. Oh, yeah. It's a totally different ball game. Having a conversation at work, Weinstein, but like I remember when Obama first got elected. Like I remember that shit. It was like I was working a night shift at the time at a plant, and uh, yeah, I was the only black guy on that shift. I remember how that shit went. I remember the faces. Yeah. I remember the second time he got ele- elected. I remember walking in to the control room. I was a chemical operator at the time. <clears throat> yeah, that's right. Chemical operator. Black guy. <laughs> environmental. That's right. I tapped into the all goddamn one of, you, one, of, one of the untapped markets by blacks. That's right. This guy did it. Don't get it twisted. <laughs> no. I remember walking into the control room and on one of the boards in the control room, one of the dry erase boards, somebody had wrote, Obama's elected. Looks like we got free fruit food stamps for the next four years. Now, get the hell out of here. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, get the hell out of that. Like. I was the only black guy in my unit. There were two Latins in my unit. And the other black guys that were in my unit were forklift drivers. But I was upstairs with the big wigs controlling the show. Right? Like, get the hell out of here. Yeah. I've got to sit there with that mindset. And a lot of times I stayed silent because I knew what I was amongst. But I also knew by my actions. Listen, I'm a I'm a, I'm a double back to what I was getting to, and then I'm a I'm, I'm a finish off with it. So we do the show right about the Baltimore riots and about race relations. Um. Not our most listened to show, but. And my partner is also an African-American male, um, which is an oxymoron. I don't like that term, African-American. That shit is fucking stupid. Um, But anyway, nevertheless. uh, We do the show. And. We ride the fence. Like a decision within the show was like as it's going on, I'm going to ride the fence. I'm not going to come from the black perspective. 
I'm not going to come from the graham cracker motherfucker white perspective. I'm going to ride this goddamn fence. And I'm going to challenge both sides. And we had a lot of listeners. I want to challenge both sides. Right now, have this conversation. I'm going to challenge you to have this conversation with that black person at work, at work, with that white person at work. You have to be open minded. 100%. Both parties have to be open minded. Absolutely. Understand that once that conversation is over, after 30 minutes, 10 minutes, five minutes, an hour, two hours, you're talking about generations of ideology, of concepts, of prejudice. It's going to take more than one fucking conversation to change that. Absolutely. It's not, you know what I'm saying? It's going like, to take more than it, two people. It's, it's going to take it, more than right, one conversation. Right. It's going to take more than a week. It's going to take, exactly. it, it's going to take an untold amount of time, an untold to, amount of effort, an untold amount of break people. break the shit. Yeah. Right? To break the shit. Yeah. I'm getting back to it, y'all. Don't trip. I'm getting back to it. <laughs> Watch this. So- Morgan Freeman is being interviewed on 60 Minutes. You can Google it. Um, just Google Morgan Freeman 60-minute interview on race with Charlie Rose. And uh, they asked Morgan Freeman, who's... If you don't, if you've been living under a rock and you don't know who the fuck Morgan Freeman is, like, you know what? Fuck you. You can go to hell, whether you white or you black. You can go goddamn kill yourself. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, seriously. <laughs> like, like this motherfucker played God. Like, you, like the greatest living actor known to man. Like, you can go kill yourself. Straight the fuck up. Morgan Freeman is having this interview and he asks, hey, um, he's asked about Black History Month, African American History Month. Mm-hmm. And his um, trepidations against it. And Morgan Freeman goes, I'll tell you what. We're going to have a conversation. Right. I'm going to call you and address you by your name. And you're going to address me by my name. Right. I'm not going to view you as a white man. And you're not going to view me as a black man. And that's how the fuck racism ends. Yeah. That shit was so fucking profound. Absolutely. So profound. I'm going to see you as the individual that you are. Yeah. You're going to view me as the individual I am. Not by the color of my skin. I'm not going to view you by the color of your skin. 
I'm not going to view you by stereotypes that I've seen and heard before. And you're not going to do me do that. I'm going to address you as Brian. I'm not going to say, hey, yo, hey, yo, what'd you do coffee on Thursday night, man? We was watching the game and shit. LeBron played that night. Where was you at, baby? Oh, man, I was with my white homeboy, Brian. I'm not going to say that. I was with my friend, fucking Brian, and we were having a goddamn discussion about race. Yeah. Hey, yo, Brian, man, what was your last show about? Oh, I had this black dude named Coffee Black. He's a comedian, this, that, and other. No, 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 no. I had my homeboy Coffee come through, and we were talking about race. We're going to discuss this. Yeah. Or we were hanging out. Yeah. By name. By the fucking individual. That's right. And the moment motherfuckers start to do that shit, the moment all this other bullshit gets thrown out the goddamn window. So how do we start that? That's the goddamn question. That's We could say we start it. Right. By not referring to and the it, descriptives. It, right. We and it, say it, that right. We're, we're, we're not going to refer to it, black, right. white, and Indian, right. Inuit. And then automatically anything. the next day you get cut off by some black dude in the car. And you're like, black motherfucker. Yeah. And it happens automatically. Yeah. And it's no joke. You're in your car by yourself and that shit happens automatically. Fuck. This white motherfucker, man. You won't believe what this goddamn honky did. This, that, that. That shit happen because it's fucking years like i've always said you take a white kid black kid asian kid hispanic kid right right like you take them okay and any other ethnicity there is and a fucking alien i don't know alf or some shit <laughs> you motherfucker fuck- said elf <laughs> you take fucking alf and if you don't know who fuck alf is go fuck yourself google him <laughs> all right. right it's a lot you're, of go- you're not old enough you're right it's a lot of googleable shit in this conversation you go through tonight okay like you take them and you go put them on one of these remote islands okay all right at like three four five whatever give them everything they need okay you don't give them access to internet, TV, none of that shit. You just throw them on that fucking goddamn island like Lord of the Flies, right? You throw them on the island. And you come back like 10 years. In 10 years, 20 years. And you try to have a goddamn race conversation with them. What the fuck are you talking about? Exactly. Egg. Exactly. I see it. I see it when I pick my kid up from daycare. It's not about you and me, Brian. It's not about you and me. It's not about the teach. It. I have my own prejudices. You have yours, but our kids don't. Exactly. Our kids, they have to be taught that shit. I pick man. my kid up from daycare, and you've got everyone there. It's it's a little in home daycare, run out of a house. She she's got a ten kid max. But she's got a fucking mix in there. And all of those kids have a fucking blast together. Those kids, they, they play with each other. Sometimes they fight with each other. Right. But that's, but, but it's, but that's it's, human nature. It's, it's not because they're white or black or Mexican right. or Asian or anything. Right. It's because right. you know my son doesn't like toys being taken from him. And exactly. he does and he needs to learn how to fucking share. Exactly. Like, but it's 
I'm I'm gonna tell you what. It's it it's learned. Okay. It's learned. So it's it, not it's not natural. It's learned. I I'll leave them I, one of the things I'll leave them with you your your listeners is this. There was a movie in the nineties called Losing like Isaiah. Some of your listeners would listen to this as well. Yeah, but yes, that's my besides li- the point. Yeah, my listeners <laughs> now now my listeners, I'm oh, they gonna be on my ass about this one. And I don't really give a flying fuck about Neither that. Neither do shit. I. You know what I'm saying? Because if they know me and they truly know me, yo, we can have this conversation all fucking day. Because that's all I'm about bridging the gap. If you want to do I'm this about, on a regular basis, like, let's I'm fucking about, do this. I'm about bridging the goddamn so gap. Like, like, yo, let's cut this fucking bullshit the fuck out. That's right. Like, my only hang-up with white folks is that they created goddamn string bean casserole, and that shit is from the goddamn <laughs> devil. I don't give a fuck. White folks, y'all got to get the hell out of here with string bean casserole. Like, that shit is goddamn damn that shit is a fucking travesty like yeah i know chitlins and pig feet we gotta get the fuck out of here too so like we'll trade we'll get i will go to the black caucus and we will trade one of our traditions of pig feet (laughs) neck bones or chitlins for that goddamn stream bean casserole being eradicated because i swear to god Shit I don't give a shit if you got cornflakes on top or not. Get it out of here. Get that fucking bullshit out of here. Also, beef stroganoff. I swear to oh, God. No, no, no. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. <laughs> the shit was too heavy, man. We had to. If it, if, if it's if it, if it's made right. It's it's yo, good, man. Yo, good. yo, man. Like y'all gotta I'm, with, I'm with you on the string bean casserole. That I'm with shit you. Is a that French onion crisp shit on top that with the yo that shit is horrible, son. <laughs> yo, white people created casseroles. You know. What I'm <laughs> All right. Yo, I'm just saying, I'm, man. I'm, I'm at a loss here. I mean, we, we got we got we got green bean casserole, and you got sweet potato pie, and goddamn it, everybody loves sweet potato, potato pie. Exactly, like yo, y'all got to get the fuck out of here with that pumpkin pie. And I see the shit that's being had with this pumpkin spice craze All right. when October comes. So I, I was in orientation, or I'm sorry, it wasn't orientation. It, it was different training, but the, you know, I just started the new job, and. Uh, this dude brought in muffins mm-hmm. on uh, on the last day of this class. Right. It was it was like the last day before we all separated into our different departments, and he he brought muffins, and um, like you know he stopped at Costco, got a few like multi packs, and right. you know there was like yeah. blueberry, there was uh, you know something else I, I don't know if it was banana or what, and then there was the pumpkin spice ones, and. I'm up there with this woman at the same time who, you know, for the sake of conversation, she was of the opposite skin color as me. Yeah. And, you know, we're both looking at the pumpkin muffins. I I looked at her. I said, man, I'm not that white. (laughs) Grab the blueberry. Yeah. See that? I can't do it, man. Man, listen to him. Pumpkin pie. For the the record, she laughed her ass off. Yeah, good. (laughs) Pumpkin pie. Like, you know what? It's funny that that don't get me wrong. I love, I love pumpkin pie. You love pumpkin pie, but pumpkin pie flavored shit ain't my thing. thing. Right? Okay, check this out. Right? Like, (laughs) 
Shout out to Stephanie Y. Smith. She probably won't even listen to this shit, but I'm going to shout so her out. tell her to listen. I'm, I'm definitely going to tell her to listen because I told her I'm, I'm going to tell her I shout her out at the end. Like, she posted something on social media, and it was funny as hell. It was one of the greatest. I don't know if it was a joke, but it was one of the greatest things ever. She goes, uh, well, the caption read, pumpkin, uh, <laughs> pumpkin pie is like. Um, low self-esteem, <laughs> sweet potato pie, like 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 like, and I thought about. It, I was like, that is the most brilliant shit ever because pumpkin pie is simply god awful, man. No, yes, no. Pumpkin pie is god awful compared to a sweet potato pie, like pumpkin pie, anything man. pumpkin spiced, like. I agree. Sister, I agree. She, Anything pumpkin spiced that pumpkin. is not that is not actually pumpkin pie. Like you like I pumpkin agree. pie? I do. I I, I do enjoy pumpkin you, you, pie. Like I if you had not, to choose, if you had to choose, if you had the option, there's sweet potato pie here and there's pumpkin now, pie see, here. The difference is right? is that all right. right, so let's let's talk Thanksgiving here. Yeah, we're all talking right? Thanksgiving. So we talking Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving. on, on yes. my plate for dinner. I've okay. got what I've you got, got? I've got turkey. Okay. I've got stuffing. Okay. I've got mashed potatoes and gravy. Okay. I got the sweet potato pie. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I eat all that shit up. Maybe some fucking broccoli and cauliflower or something if it's there. You know, okay. whatever. Okay. You know, okay. I, I'm not touching the green bean casserole over okay. there. Okay. Okay. Yeah. It's staying over don't. there. Uh, yeah. All right. All right. All right. All right. All right. So, and then, and then after all is said and done, <laughs> right. After that shit settles for a minute, okay. Maybe I burp. Yeah. And I got a little bit of room there. Uh huh. I'm going in there. I'm grabbing a slice of pumpkin fucking pie. Really? What? See, to, to me, okay. Uh, you know, I've always known. Uh, now I'm probably not even speaking of correct sweet potato pie. Mm-hmm. I'm talking, you know, the sweet potatoes with the marshmallows on top. You know. Oh, okay, okay. So okay. It, I, I'm okay. I'm probably completely okay. wrong you, you, in general. You know, you know what? You know what? Because <laughs> because in black culture, in black culture, I'm talking basically mashed sweet potatoes. Right, right, with, right. So we see we call them in, in black. We call them uh, 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 candy am. All right. right. Yeah. Right now, yeah. now. Now now white folks call them candid yams. Yeah. Because they come out of a can. But candid. They're candied, they're candied with we, the brown we, sugar. With the brown That's sugar. Right. Right. Yeah. right. 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 So we call we refer to them as, you know, you got them candy yams yeah. over there because they sweet as hell. Then when yeah. you take a bite out that motherfucker, you feel your cholesterol go up, <laughs> goddamn it. You feel that shit rise as you swallowing. <laughs> that shit get elevated like a motherfucker. You like, God damn. Like, yeah. you, know, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Ain't nothing better than that candy yam juice hitting that mac and cheese. Get a little bit of sweet on the mac and cheese. Oh, yeah. See, I forgot mac and cheese. You know, damn. Like, like, <laughs> like as the holidays are coming up. And yeah. this is what it, the holidays are the perfect time to break race relations oh that's for the most part everybody's in a good mood you know what i'm making this declaration like you asked me a, a really profound question where does it start the fucking holidays i think that is what like right around now like thanksgiving christmas that's where that shit starts 
that's, let's do that's, it. That's the starting point. Every listen, and I'm being dead serious. It is a significant difference, right? In what's being consumed around the holidays between like okay what what like it, you know what? i won't say it's a significant difference because in the south like okay it's a stereotype right that this is a stereotype that i've heard okay you tell me if i'm wrong right when it comes to eating there is eating to live and living to eat no right no black folks there's a there's there's a preconceived notion that white folks eat to live and black folks live to eat i can argue that and neutralize that by saying that's not a strong point when you consider the south uh, see, because heard... southern folks, southern Caucasians, they cook dressing. It's not considered stuffing. It's considered dressing. With about three pounds of butter. You, you, man, listen. You know, baked macaroni and cheese. Not stove. Not stove not, top. Not craft dinner. Not craft dinner. Not yeah. that blue box. For those Canadians out right, there. Right, right. Baked macaroni and cheese. Candid yams, ham, turk, like the fucking goddamn fix it. All the oh, yeah. trimmings. You better goddamn believe oh, that yeah. shit. Fried fucking chick. Like, you go to like a black Thanksgiving, it's like six different meats. Turkey, ham, pot roast, right? You know what I'm saying? Uh, 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 fried chicken, if you will. Fish. I mean... Mother and now it it didn't got so crazy in our culture. Like motherfuckers got tired of that shit. We we got lobster, shrimp, you know, <laughs> stewed chicken. I'm I, I come I, I got a Caribbean background, so I got like like for you come to Coffee Black. We West Indian, Trinidad and Tobago. So it's going to be ham, turkey, pot roast, right? Stewed turkey legs. It's going to be in the building. Okay, we got macaroni and cheese, potato salad, butter rolls, candy yams, greens, dressing. Okay, now, uh, what, 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 else we, what else we got? Uh, you know, the sweet potato pie. Like, it is an assortment of fucking dishes, but it's like three meats. Yeah. I've spent Thanksgiving, like, with a Caucasian friend of mine before, like, Black, well, I think it's called Black Wednesday. Like, Black, cause, Black, cause Black Wednesday is the night to go out drinking. It's, it's the night to go yeah. out drinking and this, that, and other, right? Okay. So, like, I've had, like, a Black Wednesday, like, pre-dinner and shit mm-hmm. with the green bean casserole, the corn, mashed potatoes, and fucking gravy. I don't know. I, I, like, now, <laughs> now, hold on. I don't know. I don't know anybody who's had a Black, a, a, a Black Wednesday pre-dinner for Thanksgiving. And, and all I've known of Black Wednesday is I'm going to the bar. Yeah, and I'm th- getting that's fucked it. up 
Yeah, and that's I'm it. probably gonna have some fucking yeah, that's uh, it. Oh yeah, potato wedges or some shit. Yeah, oh, what, yeah. whatever the bar's got. Oh yeah, I'm eating. Oh yeah, we we eating it all. Yeah, cabbage, all kind of I've shit. Never, I've never Chitlin. heard of anyone having having any type of Black like, Wednesday dinner. Like I, like and you know like and that's what I say. But like man, motherfuckers just need to come together around the holidays and Absolutely. break bread with each other, and we'll knock down all these walls that we got. That's right. Like blacks, we making pies. Sweet potato, pumpkin, lemon meringue. Oh, see, see, you're, you're you're even you're even making the potato or uh, the the pumpkin pies. So don't give me uh, shit right, for no, that. No, 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 we no, no, no. It's a lot of us that do right because again, depending because upon, it's good because independent upon the region that you're from, right? True. Depending right, upon true. the region true. that you're from, yeah. it is more prominent, right? Like that shit now, is see, would goddamn that, happening. Now, so would that be considered cultural appropriation? Yes, the fuck <laughs> it would. <laughs> but like, I've never. I'm gonna be honest with you because I always, always crack jokes. Like, like with my white friends. Like when, 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 when the holidays come around, I'm like, y'all gonna have mashed potatoes and gravy, single corn, green bean casserole. Y'all definitely having a ham, turkey, right? Stuffing. Like, like white people call dressing stuffing. No. Stuffing like stove top. I call I stuffing. I call it stuffing. Stuffing, but I know but I know I know what we're talking about when it's right. dressing. When it's dressing, yeah. right? It's just and that's the thing we talking about verbiage. Yeah, we talking about verbiage. Now it's to, to season throw, to, different to throw, though. To throw a shout out to our it's man season. Keith Evans, we'll call shout it out word Keith. word verbiage science. Yeah, yeah, yeah. word verb verbum. Yeah, this is verbum, not verbiage. Verbum science. That's right. Yes. Check it out on Spotify yo, or whatever. Yo, shout out to my man Keith. Man, his he did his first re his first recording this year. It was in. Incredible man! I, I just, was just got married. Just got married. I was at his wedding. Yeah, was, good, I was I was good. at his wedding about three. I don't know, maybe three couple weeks ago. Yeah, like, it's like two, three weeks, weeks ago. Yeah, two yeah. three weeks ago yeah. was at his wedding. Man, a phenomenal wedding. Man, I'm proud of him. A good good friend of mine. Man, I, I love the homie Keith. Man, I'm proud of him and his wife. Incredible married. He got dropped off at the end of the block. I seen him wandering around. I had to go out yeah, and meet you know, him. You luckily, know, he, luckily it was uh, you know. still daylight out, and I was uh, like, I, I seen the car pass by a couple yeah. of times, and then <laughs> you know, uh, sure, call it stereotypical or whatever, but like, uh, I've never seen him before in my life, and I see this dude like walking around the corner. Yeah, yeah. I was yeah. like, all right, this dude looks lost. He's yeah. probably coming to my house. Sure, shit. Got his Indiana Colts jersey on. Yeah, ready to yeah, go. Yeah, man. Shout out to Keith Evans, man. That's my big brother, man. I love that dude, man. He's a good guy. But yeah, I like. I, but I really do think the holidays is here's the, the best thing. time. Y- you want to know why? Because it's the time where you break bread. Yeah. You bring from your culture. I'll bring from mine. Right. And we'll sit down. And I won't have I'll leave my preconceived notions behind and you'll leave your preconceived notions behind and we'll sit there and we'll share with each other and we'll have the conversation and we'll talk. Not like we talk tonight, but we'll get to know each other, the individual and everybody else 
that's around us. Exactly. Can get to know each other. Exactly. And the individuals. And the individuals. When we start looking at each other, not only in America, but in the world as individuals. As a fucking person. As a fucking person. All this other bullshit. That extra shit. We're always going to be different. I'm not saying we're not going to be different. I'm not saying that we're not going to be. I'm not trying to push the notion that we all need to be the same. That's not what's happening. There's white, there's black, there's Caucasian, there's African-American. Like, however the fuck you want to use that verbiage. But what I am saying is when you start looking at your fellow man. As an actual man, when you start looking no, at just, your fellow just the way man that you said it. as a human being. When you start looking at your fellow man as a fellow man. Exactly. That's, that's, it. that's it. That's it. That's it. Then we could put all this bullshit to bed. You're not going to shoot a motherfucker 16 times and tell me, oh, that is murder too. It's second degree murder. Oh, well, it's not first degree murder because he didn't wake up that morning with the mindset uh, he was going to kill the individual. Let me tell you something. Confession right now. He knew he was getting down that night. I've been in a shootout before. Straight the fuck up. I've been in a shootout. I have. Not bullshit. Real shit. And I'll break it down like this. Anybody that's been to a gun range, right? You got a handgun. I'm not talking about M16s and all no. that shit. I'm talking about a fucking standard issue, 9mm, 4.5, 40 cal, you know what I'm saying? No. Handgun. Not six shots. I'm talking about at least minimum of 10. No. You fired that fucker off. If you've been to a gun range, you've loaded up that clip and you fired it off. You felt it. You felt it. Ten shots. This ain't a fucking movie. This ain't John Wick. This ain't the Equalizer with Denzel. This ain't the Boondock Saints. This ain't Heat with Albert. No, 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 no. I'm talking about legit. If you felt that, right, and you're shooting at a target, now turn it into a human goddamn being absolutely not and you're firing and you drop them unarmed and you fire off on them even fuck it i'll give you one they got a goddamn knife in their hand and they're 30 feet out not 20 30 i could say 20 but i don't want to keep this podcast going longer because i know my shit 30 feet out and you drop them. Boom. In the you back. You fire off one. And you fire off two. Then three. Then four. Then five. Then six. Then seven. Then eight. Then nine. Then ten. Then eleven. And I could have stopped, but I'm going to keep on going. Then twelve. Then thirteen. Then fourteen. Then fifteen. Then 16. It's not an automatic. 
It's a semi-automatic fucking weapon. You have weapon. to pull the trigger every single every shot. Every fucking time. Now. Right? Now. I ask you. After the first and second shot. And you were in the range. And you were making sure your shit was tight. I'm asking you. Similar to. Uh, Matthew McConaughey, right? And the time to kill was Sam Jackson. I'm asking you. I'm imploring you. Close your eyes. I'm being dead serious right now. Close your eyes. You listening to Coffee Black talk to you. Close your eyes and think about it. If you've ever been in a range and you fired off 16 shots in a row, Close your eyes and think about it. That was at a target. Now think about it. You've got a duty that you swore upon to protect and serve the community. And after the third shot and after months of training, and knowing the damage that that firearm can do to a 16-year-old kid. After the third shot, and we talking about murder one versus murder two, was it premeditated? I ask you, after you shot a motherfucker and they drop on the floor and you continue to fire what your intent was when you understand and you know after training weeks upon weeks what your intent was van dyke wasn't murder one it wasn't murder two that shit was most definitely murder one they convicted him on murder two I get it. I get the bullshit behind it. But make no mistake about it. That day. On that day. After that second and third shot. He was trying to make sure that individual was dead. Because you would not shoot a motherfucker. 16 goddamn times. To make sure. How many fucking human beings. In this world. Alright I'll give you one. The mountain. Right from Game of Thrones. That's a big son of a bitch. Right. If you're a fan of Game of Thrones, you know who the fuck I'm talking about. The guy they call the goddamn mountain. Right. That's a big son of a bitch. 16 times. 16. Word. 16. And that shit wasn't premeditated. Trust me. At some point in time, you thought. I'm going to kill this son of a bitch. Yeah. Get the hell out of here. Now, I'll say this is something I wanted. This is what I wanted to come back to earlier. Uh, Something I wanted to say is that at first, like when when I when I heard the verdict and I heard the, you know, over and over again, first through 16 guilty of aggravated battery with a 
deadly weapon, whatever the charge was. I I can't remember the correct terminology if yeah. if I'm wrong. Um, but at the beginning, I had the point of view. All right, it should have been 15, not 16, because the first shot to disarm makes sense. Mm-hmm. You know, you you take the first shot to disarm, right? But then, like later on, like after further discussions and thinking about it and whatnot, you're right. Like that that first shot wasn't to disarm. That first shot was to to. <laughs> To harm, to kill. Like, yeah. uh, That's what you're trained to do. You got to put them down. Yeah. But, and and it's the thing, like, like I said, at first, I was, uh, I was, I was of the belief that the first shot should have been not guilty for aggravated battery. And then, like I said, after talking about it, after thinking about it, it's like, no. No, the the intent was definitely there. The intent came. Yeah. The intent so came. Now 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 looking back on it, like it's only been two weeks. Yeah. It it's been two right. weeks. Right. And now I, I do see it as yeah, they're they're right to charge him guilty of all sixteen counts instead of all instead of just fifteen. Fucking yeah. goddamn sixteen. And and you know what's funny? I was I was up in arms. I'm not gonna lie. Because the shit's already out there. I questioned the shit. I said, only murder fucking two, huh? Oh, well, it's a step. It's a step. It's a step. All these black friends of mine, it's a step. It's a step. You need to be proud of this it. goddamn step. That they actually charging a goddamn cop with, with, with you know. With murder of any degree. It, with the murder of any degree. And I said, and this is where we're living. We're willing to accept. Well, we're willing to accept the fact that they have decided that murder one, intent to kill, can now be considered as, because you got a badge, as murder two, because you didn't wake up that morning as a cop with intent to kill and that you, within the confines of the goddamn actual incident, decided I'm taking this motherfucker down. I can kill you with a fucking headshot. Right? Yeah. If you drop, if you drop yeah. off a shot, a lot of people don't have never, you know what's funny? A lot of people have never shot a gun before. Yeah. As crazy as that sounds, yeah. a lot of people have never shot a gun. They've heard gunshots, but now, they've never shot one. I'll, I'll, I'll tell you, the first time I shot a gun, my uncle took me to the gun range in North Carolina. Mm-hmm. And it was just a 9mm. And my first thought. Yeah. like He showed me the proper way to hold, proper way to aim, proper way to shoot, right. everything. And like this was never told to me. It was right. never like... I mean, before before he took me to the range, I never had any thoughts of shooting the gun, period. Right. right. But my first thought, as soon as I pulled that trigger and I looked at the target, my very first thought was, holy shit, I'm lethal. That's right. There and was- that, and that, that was, I, I was 18 years old. Yeah. So that's almost 20 years ago. Yeah. And that one thought, that one thought has stuck with me. 
the entire time. It's a big ass responsibility. Yeah, it is. The shit ain't killing fucking ants. No. When you realize you're holding a lethal fucking weapon in your hand and you also realize that you've been sworn to oath to protect and serve that community. I'm not coming down on at all. At no point at all in what I'm saying is coming down on law enforcement. Understand. Like, I've got fucking friends that are police officers. Right? Like, I've got fucking friends and family that's been in the fucking military. What I'm telling you is, I've been in the range. I've been in the shootout in the street. Hood shit. Let me just go on and say it. Hood shit. Gangster shit. It's a goddamn difference. You not fucking fooling me. 16 times you unloading a clip and it's and it's not just Quan. It ain't When you fire off a gun, I, go to, I'll I tell you what, I'll tell you what, to your listeners, go to the range when you can allocate about, mm, I'd say $100, right? Go rent, get a target, just one target. You ain't need, like, oh, a target is like 10 cents. Renting a gun, I don't know. Maybe, 30 30 30 40 bucks maybe depending yeah. on where you at and yeah. that's and that's expensive right yeah and plus, then plus ammo plus range, ammo, range ammo is going to run you right you take know. take 50 rounds yeah go to walmart buy 50 buy 50 rounds of 9 millimeter. right 38 take 30. 60 dollars out of your bank account yeah exactly you could figure it out yeah take take 60 to 80 dollars out and go figure it out take your gun your firearm and unload that motherfucker. Unload it. And see it as a threat. See it as a threat. And then fire it off. And unload it. Now remember. Let me add this to it. You're trained. You're trained. You're trained. To deal with threats. And unload that motherfucker. Not shoot it, but unload it. Yeah. And you come back and tell me. Close your eyes and then stand on the other side of that motherfucker with somebody unloading it. And tell me there was not an intent to kill. Fuck you. Get the fuck out of here. That's not murder two. That's murder one. Y'all can sit there and go with that bullshit if y'all want to. But the notion, and this is what we're talking about. This is what we this is what you hit me up and we we were gonna talk about. Here's the thing. Motherfuckers think talking about racism in America is an easy goddamn thing to do. 
It's fucking not. Absolutely not. That shit not. is extremely goddamn difficult. Do you know how long it fucking took me to sit there and and just weigh the pros and cons and, of actually just right. just even saying, "Hey, dude, what's up?" Right. And and here's the thing: with the intent to say, right. "Let's talk race relations." Right. Let's talk race relations. I barely. We fucking didn't even know scratch you. the surface tonight. I barely. I've met you twice. I've met you twice before I fucking hit you up. We, barely knowing you this shit is a thing it's a thing it's, and it's real a, it's, it's not just a thing it's a fucking problem it's a goddamn fucking problem and you know what it's as it's as simple as two motherfuckers coming together and having a conversation yeah and wanting to understand the other side yeah we didn't even graze the surface no. of understanding the other side of what it's like to be white in america and what it's like to be black in america we got full color tattoos That's- <laughs> we got big dicks and i'm and you know what's fucked up you know what's fucked up about that you know what's fucked up about, about about that notion of black guys have big dicks not all black guys have big dicks Okay, I'm here to tell you, you can come across a little big nigga. I'm telling you straight the fuck up. Like, like it. Like, I don't know if there's white women listening or and or black women listening, but I'm gonna have my listeners view chime in. Let me tell you something. You can come across is like, okay, when you black, like it's a lot of shit. Oh, you got big feet. Oh, and you black. You got a big dick. No, you don't. Guess what? There's some guys with big feet. All right, that's black, black into me, and they don't have big dicks. And that shit is a fucking travesty, okay? And there's white guys out here walking around. Imagine being white and having, like, a 12-inch dick, and then you also, like, prejudice and racist and shit. Like, you are the fucking man, right? Like, seriously, you white with a big, dumbass dick? Like, you get the fuck out of here. Like, yo, I got the best. I got good credit and a big dick. Like, I can't be stopped. <laughs> fuck you. I can't be stopped. Yeah, I don't give a shit that you black. Fuck you. I don't give a shit about your hood. I think that's about that the number. closest I've come to pissing myself since I was a fucking kid. <laughs> like, seriously. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, for real. That's some real shit. Like, it's white guys out here with thick girth paws and big dicks like i'm not serious i'm, I'm keeping it i'm keeping it 100 like that's now, see, like i could sit here and say yeah you're thing. sitting next to one but i'm not gonna lie to everybody like that yo it's but it's a goddamn <laughs> thing that's what we talking about is stereotypes it's prejudice oh. it's bigotry it's racism the it's real time. shit this ain't no goddamn cupcake conversation okay I this hear, is real shit i didn't hear like a legitimate white stereotype until I was about 22, 23, somewhere around there. That's when I started working uh, my first job on the ambulance. I was working with a couple of guys from Gary Fire Department uh-huh. uh, at Northwest Ambulance Service, which just got caught uh, with fraudulent Medicare and shit. Yep. But anyway, yeah, that's besides the point. Like I worked like mainly I worked with guys from the Gary Fire Department. That it was their second job. And uh, we pulled up to, I think it was a pilot gas station on Burr. And it's the middle of fucking winter. Mm-hmm. And just like you were saying earlier, the fucking biker, you know, beard, 
leather, yeah. wearing, wearing shorts when it's negative yeah. 20 fucking degrees outside. <laughs> and this dude looks at me. He's like, see, this is why black folks think that white people don't get cold. Yeah. I started laughing my ass off. I said, yeah. I never heard that in my life before. Yeah. That's I'm, the first time I've heard a legitimate stereotype about white people. I mean, but it's... Now, yeah. on the other side, yeah. I, I could only... I can only begin to imagine, man, like, man, the stereotypes that you've heard all your fucking life. Man, listen. Like, watermelon and chicken. Like, shut the fuck Everybody up. Everybody fucking likes watermelon. And goddamn chicken. Like, That's if you right. Don't, if you don't like watermelon chili and chicken, something the fuck is wrong with you. Like, I don't give a fuck. Like, Dixie fuck. Kitchen on Wednesday nights back in the day. Yo. <laughs> fucking half, Yo. A, half a chicken and sides for, like, five bucks, whatever the fuck Come it on, was. Man, like... Oh, like this shit is no man i'm telling you like we are far more close like of course again i say it's and we are close we're also but we're also so far and it and it's only because nobody wants to come to the table with a bottle of whiskey or a bottle of cognac a cigar or a smoke and a glass with some ice and have the fucking conversation like that's how like we can break the mold and people be like oh well they have conversations all the time no they don't because when they do have that conversation guess what you might not be watching at that time. You might not have known at the time. Yeah. We're not crossing paths like that. We cross paths at work, but when we get home, we get home and we back to our norm. We back to where we comfortable. It's a difference. That's white and black. This is a fucking goddamn enigma. This shit is a fucking goddamn problem and until we ready to be real with each other and say you know what you know what brian i don't understand this about you and yours and you say you know what coffee i don't understand this about you and yours and you don't take offense to me asking that and i don't take offense to you asking me that and we actually listen and try to understand it and i see you as brian and you see me as coffee not at the color of my skin. I don't see you as the Holy color of your shit, skin. Holy shit, dude, you're black? Exactly. That shit changes. And motherfuckers, and then it's some people, get this, it's some people out there. It's their life duty to make sure that that never fucking happens. Yeah. yeah. That's that shit. That separates it. You say, how do we start? We can start, but it's some people that may want to make sure that it never fucking happens. Yeah. I said the actual goddamn scenario earlier about taking a black kid and a white kid yeah. and an Asian kid and an Indian kid and a Latino kid and putting them on a fucking island together. Guess what? It's some people that come out and they say, you know what? My son will know that he's 
the supreme race. Yeah. That shit is crazy. Hey, look, buddy, I know you're playing with all these kids and you're having a great time, but you can't trust them. Yep. That's 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 how it starts. That shit is crazy. And and I know tonight y'all listening and we've been going about an hour and a half, maybe two hours. I have no idea how long we've been going. Oh, uh, we're we're at the two and a half hour mark. Okay, and we at the two and a half more hour mark, and some of y'all are saying Oh, well, they didn't really talk about shit. They didn't really do this, that, and other. Yada, yada, yada. Well, I feel this. Well, I feel that. Watch this. It's a fucking start. Watch this. I dare you. I dare you. Black and white. To go to the opposite race. And you know what's fucked up about this shit? Like what? Like when people say interracial dating. Like, I don't agree with interracial dating. They automatically think white and black, right? You can interracial date with white and Asian. Even even Japanese and Chinese. Japanese and Chinese. Yeah. Right. Like, you, you can interracial date. Like to, can, to, to white people, that's the same thing. Right. Like, you can you interracial know? date like a motherfucker. Yeah. Like, but you know what? We only see white and black. Oh, yeah. Jungle and that fever. that shit is fucking asinine. Yeah. Simply because... We all bleed the same. We all want what's best for our future, which is in our children. Right? No, fuck it. Just just say it. we we all want the best for ourselves. For ourselves. Which, which then bleeds down right. to the family. To the family. You know, but and, and here's the thing. <clears throat> Saying that we all want what's best for ourselves. Should stop at fucking skin complexion. The best thing to happen for me is for me and you to shake hands before you leave this garage. Exactly. Because it's that like that's yo, that's what it takes though. It takes you asking me like you did a week ago to come in and have this conversation. And me understanding that you know what i might not be the premier person to have this conversation but i'm oh, willing to have but i'm willing to have this conversation yeah right and to keep it going because i'm not going to take offense to it by what you ask or what we talk about and you're not going to take offense to it and we're going to sit here and we're going to fellowship as men. Right? We're exactly. going to fellowship as men. And now here's the kicker. Now I'm going to go and I'm going to tell or I'm going to have a conversation with my likeness. And you're going to go. And you're not going to be afraid to have a conversation with your likeness on behalf of each other. That's where the shit really fucking starts. Absolutely when right. You can get a person from the opposite side to stand the fuck up and say, hold on, wait a minute, you're out of line, that's some bullshit. 
that's not what it is. Yeah. And let me tell you why. And not be in fear of being ostracized because of it. I can't be in fear by my own kind, by that verbiage, my own kind. I can't be in fear of, you know what? You may view, view me as a graham cracker motherfucker, but I'm not coming off as such. Let me explain something to you. They're all not like that. Yeah. And defending. And you being able to say, you know what? Hold on, man. Instead of sitting back and letting that ignorant person make that ignorant remark and saying, you know what? That's a bunch of bullshit, dude. Yeah. Because guess what? I know for a fact they're all not like that. Oh, absolutely. And not even saying they're all not like that. That's just an ignorant goddamn comment. Yeah. Yeah. And stop right there. Not saying they're all not marginalizing because we marginalize like a motherfucker. White and black marginalized like a motherfucker. Saying simply, stop it. That shit is wrong. Yeah. Let me check you. And not being fear of being judged on the backside. That's where the fucking start is. My and friend. also on the back end, this was like, man, this Macanudo, like, because this is a Herf Cobb podcast, man, this Macanudo was the shit. I swear <laughs> to God. I tried to hold this bitch as long as I could, man. I yeah. swear to God, because I wanted to smoke this motherfucker up. This shit is tasty. I was worried because I figured it'd be a little mild for your taste. No, yeah, because you know, you know me. Yeah. I, I like, I like, I'm a bold well, kind of guy. That was the thing. Like when I guy. when I yeah, picked yeah. him out, as because but before I went to the shop, it was like, oh man, it'd be, you know, it, wouldn't that be the thing to do? Get him, you know, Macanudo's got the whites and blacks. Yeah, and yeah. Got to yeah. give coffee the white. I'll take the black. You know, yeah, that, that's I, how I we like start that. the show. I like, I like how we you where you had. And then like I thought about it, it's like man, he's continuity there. But it's like man. He's not a mild cigar smoker. Like he, he, he's, he, you know, the, the, the flavor, the strength. I, you know, you, you know, know. I, I love it though, man. This the shit was smooth, man. It was good, man. Like this, like, hey, I, I'm a, I'm a fan of Macanudos. I really yeah. am. I, yeah. I, I, I really do enjoy a good Macanudo. Like, like, but I, again, I'm a bold guy. Yeah. I'm like, like we've talked about before. I, I love bold, rambunctious. You know, what I'm saying hard hitting. I'm a hard hitting motherfucker. But this is this cigar choice, especially for this conversation, was immaculate. And uh, as we have the remnants in our glasses, I will cheers to you and bid you do. Yes, my friend. Not not my brother, not my man, not nothing. My friend. My friend. Don't get that shit twisted. You fuckers out here right now. The the term friend. We're going to have to come back and I'm going to have to discuss that. The, 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 the Dude, confines you, around if, friends. If you are willing to sit here and have a regular conversation on a regular basis, yeah, let's fucking do it. Let's fucking do it, man. That's I. I would be. I, I would be more than happy to continue this on a regular basis. Yeah, yeah, to, yeah man. To 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 get that one person to fucking think about yeah, shit. Yeah. And that's and that's all this was, man. This was not a shit. This this wasn't something to try to just l- listen. This isn't hands across America or none, yeah, none of that. I dare you just to sit back right now while you listen. If you listened up to this point, 
then you possibly could be that one person to sit back legitimately and think beyond what you've known your whole life. And when you're in that next conversation, when you're in that next setting, when you're in that next scenario, sit back and think, wait a minute, hold on. They're acting this way because they don't know. Yeah. Let me not be offended and let me educate them. Exactly. And you may both walk away with your differences, but you can also still walk away with respect. Absolutely. And knowing that, you know what? We're different. It's okay that we're different, but we're also the fucking same. Yeah. I'm Coffee Black. Cigarettes and Bad Decisions. That's right. Check out Cigarettes and Bad Decisions, his book. Uh, three uh, three authors total. That's right. Shout out to my man, uh, uh, Brickhouse, James Mallet. And uh, shout out to my homegirl, Hollow Tip, Tawan Mallet. Uh, Man, those are my partners in crime, man. That's uh, cigarettes and bad decisions. You can, it's a book. It's a book. The shit I wish I'd known. You can find it on Amazon, uh, uh, Barnes and Nobles, any brick and mortar. You just just type in cigarettes and bad decisions, and our faces will pop up. Uh, yes. You're gonna you're gonna get three different point of views on the same perspectives about right. about living life. You know, and that book is. Listen to me now. It's three African American authors, but I swear to God, we got white people on the cover. We got white characters, uh, characters on the cover, and we had to deal with this shit. But, man, you know what? Here's, we tackle things when we wrote that book. We tackled things that is everyday life that everybody goes through. White black asian hispanic everybody goes through we didn't write that none of our, none, nothing in that book comes from a particular perspective yeah it comes from per race it comes from an individualistic perspective okay if we didn't put our faces on that motherfucker on the back you wouldn't know we were black yeah Straight up. And and I know that sounds biased. Read the motherfucker and then leave a goddamn comment and then we'll see for themselves. Yeah. Also, we didn't mention a single time disconnected. Oh, shit. Oh, yeah, you know what? That's true. Uh, disconnected. Uh, it is a movie, uh, indie movie. Excuse me. A indie film starring myself, uh, Coffee, Darren Coffee Black Cajo, uh Rodney Revels. Uh, uh, Jonte, I always forget Jonte's uh, last name. <laughs> Jonte something black. Uh, <laughs> 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 no, that's fucked up. Um, no, uh, it, it, it is a movie that is, uh, we've been airing in the Midwest, uh, and we are, you be looking for it because that shit is getting ready to take off. Uh, we are actually. We've finished the premieres in the Midwest. Uh, 
uh, coming up on the 28th. Uh, we Actually, you should come out, man. Uh, we're doing it at a Deep Performance Comedy Theater on oh, the 28th. Uh, the 20th, I believe that. I, I, oh. My phone's dead. I can't look at my calendar. Um, but anyway, we're premiering it again, and then we'll be on the East Coast with it and the West Coast. We're trying to take it, man, to the big leagues to get distributed and do yeah. whatever. Uh, directed by Dorian Johnson, uh, his incredible uh, director. You know, what time um, did, What time does it start on the 28th? Uh, I'm pretty sure it starts probably right around 8 o'clock. And we're also doing a comedy show that evening, too, because so there's a I lot should, of comics I involved. I should be able to make it as long as I'm still on days. Yeah, it's a lot of comics if involved. If I'm on days, I could, I could stay um, up late and sacrifice the next day, whatever. It fuck is it. going, it's, it, it's a great film. It's, uh, I give you the synopsis. It's about two cable men um, who are from two different walks of life. And they come together uh, through insurmountable uh, circumstances through a work shift. Um, It is a really, really, really great film. And uh, I hope you guys go out and see it and check it out. It's called Disconnected. Again, you can Google it. You can follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Disconnected. You just type it in, Disconnected. Like, the actual spelling disconnected on Facebook uh, and, and, and follow everything that we're doing with it also on Instagram and Twitter and all social media sites. It's a, it's a really dope project that we put together, man. Uh, again, myself, it, a bevy of comics are, are in there. Um, it's really dope time, really dope time. So, yeah, and you can also follow me, Coffee Black, on Facebook at Darren Coffee Black, K-O-F-F-E, Black, Cudjo, C-U-D-J-O-E, Darren, D-A-R-R-E-N, on Instagram at Coffee Black, K-O-F-F-E, B-L-A-C-K. You can follow me on there as well. Uh, and again, uh, cigarettes and bad decisions and all that other shit. And again, man, the Herf cast is dope. We sit here and uh, shout out to Brian, man. This motherfucker is fearless to even attempt to have this conversation. Uh, I would hope that his listeners, you guys would listen to this all the way out. And also, my listeners, my listeners would listen to him and go back and listen to his previous shows. He's got a lot of dope shows. And again, we came together, black and white, but also brother to brother. Over, you know, like I like whiskey and <laughs> and and goddamn bourbon, and he liked whiskey and goddamn bourbon. And I love the shit out some cigars, and he loved the shit out some cigars. So why not have a conversation over whiskey and cigars? That's you know right. what I'm saying? Like, that's what the fuck is about. It's the Herfcast, man. It's the dopest goddamn podcast around. I'm Coffee Black. Um, I got to urinate because I drank a <laughs> shit ton of whiskey tonight, and I'm out this bitch. I love y'all. Herfcast, one. So there you have it. I hope that anybody who listened to the whole thing got something out of that episode. Um, 
you know, I know I learned a bit. Uh, I can't thank coffee enough for coming out and just sitting down and talking to me about that. Uh, it, it takes a lot for, for, uh, for a conversation like that to, to, to come to fruition there. Um, you know, it is what it is. Uh, all I could say is that I, I hope if you got anything from this episode is, you know, just be nice to each other. Fucking, you know, just see eye to eye, you know, that, that's, that's all we're asking, you know, uh, stop the separation. Uh, just, just be people. That's it. So with that being said, I'm going to go ahead and remind everybody, uh, the contest for the Govi hygrometer thermometer, uh, Bluetooth, uh, you go to Amazon and pick one of those up, uh, if you want. Uh, it's on sale on Amazon till October 31st, and it's on sale. Plus, you get 30% off with the coupon code 2EE2H830. That's 2EdwardEdward2Hector83Oscar. So check that out. Uh, it'll be in the description, like I said. Um, and I'm going to have a contest for one. Just use the hashtag the Herfcast on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. If you use the hashtag the Herfcast on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter, uh, you'll be entered to win the Govi digital Bluetooth hygrometer thermometer from me, plus maybe a little something extra in the package. You never know. So check it out. Uh, if you do get one, let me know what you think. Um, you know, I'll, I'll give them some feedback. So, again, be nice to each other get along, see eye to eye, and, uh, you know, just listen sometimes. That's all you got to do. You got to listen. Um, all right. Hopefully, uh, hopefully everybody enjoyed this episode and I'll be back soon with something else.